What day? What day? Greek? Am I live? Start your part of the investigation. Am I live? Okay, it says I'm live. I don't know if you guys can hear me. The chat isn't updated. This is kind of impromptu. Um, but we 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 got to talk about this trial. It, it's absurd. Uh, Daryl Brooks is representing himself in the trial, and I haven't really been watching anything more than the clips. But uh, we're we're gonna talk about it. Just give me one second. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, Daryl Brooks is defending himself in his trial. I am shocked and horrified, but also wildly entertained. So I decided, very impromptu, like I legit just made a thumbnail, to go over his cross-examination because, oh my God, this guy. So I'm going to pop that up. Maybe I'll have some guestesses on the stream to talk about it, but we got to, you just, you have to see it for yourself. Like, holy crap. Let's find the tab. Okay. So this is it. It's on law and crime. Don't copyright strike me. Let me know if you guys can hear. So that's Brooks right there. And he is... Um... You made reference to a report. Do you recall when you... So for those of you who don't know the background, uh, Brooks is apparently a sovereign citizen. He doesn't answer to his own name. And he's now cross-examining a cop and asking insane questions. I'm also going to invite Alf. Hold on. I'm going to invite Alf. So when you were first dispatched, what did you do? So if he's actually, when, when, when the other guy's testifying, Brooks is just objecting to everything. And now this is Brooks's cross-examination. And were you dispatched to any location from that point? I was not dispatched. Were you sent to any location from that point? I can't really turn up the volume that I was assigned with uh, taking a number of investigators with myself and walking the entire parade route, going from establishment to establishment, bar to bar, restaurant to restaurant, and obtaining phone numbers and names of people who are present at the yes, he's representing himself, and now he's cross-examining the cop. And he won't even accept being called by his own name. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that this was, like, a case involving the death of a bunch of people... Ooh, captions. Smart idea, whoever that was. Yes. Do you recall how many? No. Uh oh, lag. And after conducting these interviews, what did you do? Can you guys really not hear the audio? So at that time, 
after conducting your interviews and then going back to your home, did you have the, the name or idea of any suspects at that time? Yes. And whom were you told by? <laughs> Who were you told by? So he'll say off the wall stuff like, oh, the name that you referred to the defendant by and and whatnot, because he doesn't respond to his own name. And this is like a major issue for the uh, for the case for him. It has nothing to do with his guilt or innocence, but it's a major issue for him. I don't I don't think Wisconsin has the death penalty. I like how he has the banker box next to him. Like, it looks real official. I use those boxes to move my girlfriend from one apartment to another. You submitted your typed report to? Who would you submit your report to? I don't understand your question. Do you recall who you submitted your typed police report to? No. I'm assuming uh, your law enforcement agency doesn't type up reports and just leave them sitting on the desk. Would that be fair to say? <laughs> That'd be correct. Then who you would recall who you gave your report to? Well, it's electronically submitted. Mwah, mwah. And from there, does it have a specific uh, <laughs> sergeant or tenant or captain or someone that it goes to from that point? If you recall or if you know. I wouldn't know. So it would be fair to say once you type a report and submit it, you're not sure who sees it. Who's seen the report? Correct. Would you say it's fair that because of you not knowing who your report is submitted to, that your report can be altered in some kind of way? Oh, got him. Got him. Especially being that you don't know who sees it. Yeah, you don't know who sees it, bro. Reports are done via PDF style um, reporting. Oh, Alpha's here. Let me bring him up. Protected by my username and my password. Hey, Alf. Yo, what's up? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, can you hear the trial? Yeah, I hear it. He, he's saying that this guy altered his report. Oh, my God. That this cop altered his report? Yeah. You might want to, like, turn so down your mic a tiny bit. There's okay. a possibility you can hear it that there. it could be tampered with because you, you don't know for sure who all yeah. sees it. You don't know for sure who all sees it. <laughs> who all sees it. Oh, oh my God. My report. Yeah, they're saying you're coming in real hot. My report okay. is the way that it was written, the way that I wrote it myself. So you've had a chance to read your submitted report after you submitted it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to the best of your knowledge, is exactly word he, for word. He's on trial for like four typing. counts of murder, and this is what he's asking but, questions Yeah. About. And he's arguing about what the report said. This is what I typed. And it 
Not even what it says. He's like, did you see oh, it? Okay. Alter it, yeah. If you, did you see it to know if it was altered or not? Wait till Kim Kardashian tries to get this guy out of prison. Objection relevance. Sustained. <laughs> no, not because his name's not alliterated. So she's not even going to bother. So if you notice him saying grounds after she says the reason why, the reason she says the reason why so quickly is because he keeps saying grounds after every objection because he saw that on one episode of Law & Order. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Objection relevance. <laughs> What are you saying, bro? He's asking for the grounds for the Egyptian. Oh, what are the grounds? Relevant. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Oh, so he's got to look through his notes now to see how relevant it is. What did I write down the relevance of this? Oh, he 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 asked for the the reason I I decided to watch this trial is he recently asked for all the jurors to be tested for COVID. Oh my god! Do you know how long it was before you were were able to see the report that you typed? Objection relevance. Sustained. <laughs> He's asking for grounds after she says why. Yeah. If the grounds is relevant. Yeah, the grounds is relevant. He already said it. But he's also asking that, like, if you saw it after it was typed out, like, it's so ridiculous. They're, they're framing him, obviously. Yeah. It was the SUV that did it. The media was right all along. <laughs> yeah, he jumped out of it before it even hit anybody. <laughs> Somebody's like, he convinced me he's innocent. <laughs> oh my god. This is so wild. Like, it's such a serious case, and the fact that he decided to rep himself is so outrageous. Do you recall when, when you typed your report? It reminds me of that guy. Or, or is it live, right? But remember that guy who was, uh, what was that guy that represented himself? Devin Covenant with the funny hair. He already answered that he typed your report. What was, what was the question? That guy, remember that guy with the funny hair that was representing himself? Yeah, the, the Dragon Ball Z hair guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it makes me think of. That guy was nuts. He answered that he typed a report. So how's it not relevant if he if he recalls when he, when he typed it? How is it not relevant? <clears throat> you got to be kidding me. You hear him, he's trash talking as well. <laughs> It's funny he's saying it under his breath, but you can still hear him. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, the evidence will show. Somebody remembers that case, too. Yeah. yeah. That, that case was, was really scary because he was like, his son was a key witness and he was questioning right. him. Right, that was sad. Claim related to this matter? Do you know if anyone who did? <laughs> like, like, no, what are you talking about? Are you Do trying you to sue me? If anyone who filed a claim in relation to this incident. <laughs> Objection you know relevance. Is in this Objection relevance. <laughs> I told you it's well, coming. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, what are the crowds? <laughs> like I just said. Do you know who the plaintiff is in this incident? Who's the plaintiff? Get ready for it. Well, Plaintiff would be the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Is the state of Wisconsin a human being? <laughs> 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 what? Have you ever had any interaction with the plaintiff in this incident? Objection. Grounds. Relevant. Have you ever had interaction with the plaintiff? He works for the plaintiff. 
Were you ever contacted by the plaintiff in this incident? <laughs> Were you ever contacted by Wisconsin, oh the state? Wisconsin. He should say yes. He should be like, yes, that's why I'm here. Would you call the state of Wisconsin a living, breathing human being? Or <laughs> I never well, asked you, man. It's not relevant. Oh, this my God. This is, this is about as, like, legally Seems like succinct as Jank saying corporations are people. Yeah. I will disregard statements made by the oh, attorneys. Oh, and attorneys, they are not evidence. Please Stop ask no question. Stop trying to be slick. He said, is you? So to your knowledge, <laughs> the plaintiff is the state of Wisconsin. Do you see him president in the courtroom today? Yeah, he should say yes, Wisconsin. Can you identify the plaintiff state of Wisconsin? Same objection. Grounds. Sustained. Grounds. Where is the um, state of Wisconsin? How yeah, can I be in it and it be charging me? <laughs> yeah. So the best of your knowledge, you're not even sure. Can you point to Wisconsin in this courtroom? Have any interaction with the plaintiff state of Wisconsin, correct? Objection argumentative. Grounds. and correct. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, she sustained, sustained that, but isn't that also him leading the witness basically yeah. instead of telling them what to say. There's <laughs> like multiple no. things he's getting wrong there. Oh, thank you, Shaner. Shaner the Gray. Would you consider yourself an injured party in this incident? Objection. Grounds. Argumentative. Yep. Oh, she uh, yeah, that's not Spitfire now. He, he won that him. one. He, he's trying to say they're violating his right to face and his really accuser, just in case you're wondering about the crazy. No. no while, while he's facing his accuser. <laughs> no, thank you. I like how they ask the prosecution, they're like, do you need a redirect? Did he destroy your case? Yes. Yeah. yeah, why don't you grab that exhibit and take it? Well, I mean, he looks very yeah, lawyerly. He, he has a suit, a banker box, and a file folder. Uh, by the state for now, and then later on, it can be brought over to the clerk. Remember when he got caught in this picture? He had some crazy hair and beard. Yeah. Right. The statement calls next witness. Ah, uh, well, we'll listen to a little bit of the guy of the state's witness testifying because he objects to every question, <laughs> and it's clearly because all his questions are dumb. So, does like, the, does they... the judge say grounds back every time? Yeah. He <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. If you would please make your way to the witness stand. When you get there, please remain standing. Raise your right hand and my clerk, Teresa. We don't need, we, I'm mute for the swearing in. Well, to be fair to him, mm -hmm. um, he, he's a better lawyer than me. I've never represent, I've never defended a case. He has. That's true. He's got more experience as being a lawyer than you did. Yeah. So this is just this whole trial. All the clips are absurd. I can't believe he's representing himself. What a ridiculous thing to <laughs> people, do. People are just super chatting grounds. I'll do a breakdown of this, but I haven't been watching day to day. Mm -hmm. Oh, they have another cop. This is going to be wild. I mean, I'm hoping the prosecution doesn't ask him too many questions because it's all about the cross-examination for this case. So, all right. What do you think so far, Alf? He's innocent? 100% <laughs> this dude is. And he, so they should just hand him 
the ability to be a lawyer from now on. <laughs> just, yeah, just I know. His bar just from this, his bar exam just from this trial. I, I, I don't even know how they got this on TV. It seems like cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there any other better option for him anyway? Like, regardless, he was caught red-handed, right? Like, he's what? What better would a lawyer do for him? I'm gonna make a poll. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, I, I made a poll, so we'll figure out if he's innocent. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, of oh, hold on. Okay. Let me unmute. He's objecting already. Briefly describe that training for the jury. Objection, <laughs> So you know, I muted for one question. He already objected. Prior to this, I was a diesel mechanic. And in addition to that, um, I have ASC and SAE certifications. And nothing in having any interest in cars, what are those certifications? Objection leading. Objection <laughs> leading. How is that leading? It's asking them. Um, SAE is for the electrical components in a car, basically. For the part that you are leading him to, a, uh, to answer the question. Yeah. Which stands for the automotive service excellence. Is what I believe it stands for. What is the purpose of a mechanical inspection? Objection. Uh, the purpose of a mechanical inspection is to determine if there was anything that was incorrect, defective, <laughs> or broken on a vehicle um, prior to the crash that would have caused the vehicle itself to cause or contribute to the crash. Yeah, to be out of control. On December 6, 2021, were you directed to go to the Wisconsin State Crime Lab to view a vehicle? What is she leading? What is she leading? What information did you have prior to going to that? Objection, speculative. It's just like he randomly grabs for them. Given is that I was to set up an appointment there. He's got like a bowl full of little pieces of paper that have things written on them. He just pulls them out. He cracks a fortune cookie. It has three words. He has a big one. Yes, I did. Did you do a mechanical inspection of a vehicle that you were sent to look at? Objection leading. Oh, he said it. Mm-hmm. He said it. Yes, I did. After performing your inspection, did you draft a report? Yes, I did. And did that report contain the findings of your mechanical inspection from December 6th? Objection leading. <laughs> He's leading him to yes. say that he found nothing wrong with the I provided you know. prior to you going up on the stand what's been marked as Exhibit dare you. States Exhibit 83. Do you have that in front of you? Yes. Ob- briefly, objection um, assumes facts that are in front of the for, witness. Um, how it's labeled, how many pages it consists of. Objection uh, relevance. <laughs> exhibit 83. It's the uh, crash reconstruction mechanical inspection report. The whole report is exhibit 83? Correct. Yes. The whole report. I'm supposed to read that. I haven't ruled on it yet, so go ahead and uh, ask your questions. Sir, how many pages does this report consist of? Ten. Objection, too many pages. And that is front and back sides? Objection. I'm not supposed to do homework. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can only oh, re- I can only count up to nine objections. And on the face sheet of Exhibit <laughs> 83, um, what information does it contain on that as it relates to this investigation? 
Um, at the top, it contains uh, case number and recon number, which match. You just heard that person cough. That's why he wants the jury tested for COVID. He heard one cough right now. Identification information. And then on the bottom, it's marked with uh, exhibit number 83. What car were you inspecting? What's the topic of the fucking trial? Objection leading. Okay, have that. A Adam D David P Paul nine two five six. Objection. Who's Adam? The vehicle identification number on Exhibit eighty three. Where did that information come from? The vehicle identification number I verify on the inside of the door jam of the vehicle. Um, it's There's two VINs on each vehicle. One's a public VIN under the windshield, and one is inside the door jam of the vehicle. I always use the one inside the door jam of the vehicle first, take note of it, and then cross-reference it with the public VIN on the vehicle to make sure that they both match. And did they in this case? Objection. Uh, I have the 10 pages, and nowhere on here does it say it's exhibit. No, it was marked for purposes of trial. It has an exhibit sticker now. So your objections noted. It's overruled. It has an exhibit and sticker on it now. You've got the, the, the sticker says it. The witness may answer the question. It's been marked it's as an exhibit. Where does it say exhibit? Go ahead, sir. You think he's talking about the rapper? I don't see exhibit mentioned anywhere on here. His first album. Let's go with this one. Um, Is the the number that you saw on the door, you said that you cross-referenced it with the uh, the number, public VIN number. Um, Did you do that in this case? Yes. And did they match? Yes. Does it give a They're like all pausing for his objection. (laughs) They're waiting for it. Yes, it does. And first of all, I don't know what that means, but um, what is that? Objection leading. That one is kind of leading, if I'm being fair. Drive chain description (laughs) describes the drive of the vehicle, basically how it's operated on the roadway. So in this case, it's an automatic automatic transmission, doesn't have a clutch, don't have to shift the gears, and it's front-wheel drive, meaning that it's not all-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive. Objection. I could afford all-wheel drive, sir. And All the wheels were moving. Is there a picture on the front of Exhibit 83? Yes. Overruled, the witness may answer. Just a reminder, wait until I... True, he should have gotten us the giant cookie defense. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what is that picture of? It's a picture of the 2010 Escape. That you did the mechanical inspection on? Objection. If it was a Ford Escape, why am I here? Yes. You had, you authored it? It's a good job. It did not help you. Yes. Is the information contained within this report accurate? Objection. Yes, it is. I would ask, I would move States Exhibit 83 into evidence. Objection. <laughs> Your objection is noted. It is overruled. It the is judge is so frustrated. If you watch receipt. any clips of her, she's like so checked out of this. She's like, yeah. oh my God, please so just get a, get a lawyer. Well, it's kind of a mockery. Imagine how long she's been working in law and doing probably bigger cases more important shit than this. And this guy's treating it like a mockery. It was brought up in front of the jury. 
<laughs> like he back talks. It's so fun. What are you trying to pull? Y'all trying to be slick. They just made it an exhibit. He's like, I don't got no exhibit sticker. <laughs> Basie, I trust that this was previously turned over. It was, and I believe the defendant has a copy of it in front of him. Thank you. Where does it say that exhibit pimped my ride? Outside the presence of the jury, later it's not something we need to do right now. Go ahead and ask your questions. Thank you, Your Honor. And I would object and move to strike from the record any commentary that the defendant was making um, in the last five minutes. Oh. What was that? Oh, you talking shit? She doesn't have to respond to it. Corporal, strike the commentary was made. I'm not sure if it was picked up or not. But as a reminder to the jurors, the statements made by parties and lawyers are not evidence. Um, the testimony and other evidence that received is... Imagine thinking the jury's being swayed by him saying, this is yeah. some slick well, shit. Yeah, this is some slick Sir, shit. Can you briefly describe the condition of the vehicle when you inspected it on December 6th? Uh, yeah, the vehicle had uh, quite a bit of front-end damage. The uh, bumper cover was pushed back. The grill was pushed back into the engine bay um, and into the radiator. That was also pushed backwards in towards the engine. The hood was folded up in the air. Both lights were broken out of the front. Um, there was a quite a bit of... I'm a mute while he does the technical thing. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who don't know what's going on, Daryl Brooks is representing himself in the Waukesha trial, and he's totally incompetent, as you would expect, and he's a sovereign citizen. He's demanding that the state of Wisconsin present himself as a person to be the plaintiff against him in court. And we'll have to do the inspection because they and this is a cop testifying. He's like the, the mechanical uh, expert. He's the one who the diagnosed the car that works for the department. Until they had it finished, it was going to be retained inside the crime lab. So in the interest of not moving the vehicle again, once they were done with DNA, they had me come to the crime lab to do the testing and inspection. Objection. I never have the crime lab in front of me. So first section of your report, <laughs> I'm just going to direct your attention to page 3 of Exhibit 83. Um, talks about the... Tires and the well, this is definitely leading. She wants him to talk about the tires. Tie rods, yeah. did you see that? Tie rods. She I told you, said, said it. Yes. And can you describe for the jury what part that of the lawyer was really confused by what tie rods are? <laughs> you know, it would be great if the like lawyers that were doing the Rittenhouse case all like stacked up were streaming this case so they could break down the legal like yeah, <laughs> like how bad he is. So somebody put that this look at look at this. Listen, see, listen. Daryl Brooks is not getting off. Come on. Heading tires, wheels, steering. <clears throat> no, there's no way. That's why I was like, even a lawyer wouldn't have gotten him off. He's so obviously guilty. Well, the lawyer might have went with temper with insanity or something. Yeah, that could have might so, be. So, under this section, it's broken down into four parts. One for axle one left, but which I doubt is they the would driver's have side that. front axle. The left side would refer to it as you're sitting in the vehicle facing forward. Um, the right side would refer to the passenger side. So axle one is the frontmost axle. I, I get that Rakita is streaming, but I'm counter-programming him. breaks each individual 
um, wheel end component system down. Somebody just said, explain how this is different from Charlottesville. Um, this guy just drove through the whole parade. Steering components on the front axle. Yeah, Charlottesville was a bunch of people were mobbing around a car and then just freaked out and hit the gun, yeah, Charlottesville was a, was a yes. much more defensible well, case, mm-hmm. even though, like, you know, it was, um, he was going to get convicted. This is like, wasn't he already on the run from the police when he turned into or he, like, was fleeing or something, right? And then he ran through a parade? I don't even know what what was up with the... I don't remember, but for some reason... Oh, yeah, yeah, Brooks. Brooks, yeah, he was in the middle of fleeing when he ran into the parade. Well, he fled a scene, but they weren't chasing him. But just warned to the point that it needed replacement before it got any worse. Is that something that would create any problems in operating the car? For example, on November 21st, 2021. I do like that they're trying to legitimately prove the case that, like, you know, that that the car wasn't Um, malfunctioning or, like, even though he's not putting up a competent defense, like, they're trying to prove it. Yeah, Yeah, who knows if he'll bring that up, yeah. At least now you know for sure, and it's on record that his vehicle was perfectly fine. Somebody's like, <laughs> all right, not, not to get like too hard into the Charlottesville thing, but cardiac arrest is not necessarily a heart attack, and trauma can cause cardiac arrest. Like, if you want to make the case that people were attacking the car and he sped off to flee, and that's why he hit the crowd, that's one thing. But don't pretend that, like, some 28-year-old woman had a heart attack randomly, coincidentally, after being hit by a car. Yeah. Based upon that issue. Not at all. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that works out. I mean, wouldn't a car crash lead to someone having a heart attack, cardiac arrest? Yeah, it's like, it's your heart stopped. I I get it. Like, that's not, that doesn't mean a regular heart attack. Yeah. I believe it was the left rear. Yep, the left rear axle. The tire on that axle was bigger than the other three. So there's also a chart reference later in my report that shows the difference between the two. Um, the tires that are recommended to be on the vehicle. <laughs> Somebody's this freaking super chat, man. Which was oh my god. Where is it? Except on the left rear. Come on, I gotta find it. <laughs> we find Daryl Brooks innocent. Objection. 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 At the end of the trial, they find him not guilty. He's like, objection. I like my three meals today. Bigger and tire is usually not the end of the world, being that it's the single tire and can have an effect, but it's on the rear of the vehicle. Being a front-wheel drive vehicle, the speeds are reported off of the front axle of that vehicle. So that's where the speedometer would get its speeds from. Um, the only time it would be notable would be during a heavy ABS brake application. You know, I got a higher rate of speed. Right? Oh, that sounds like reasonable doubt. He's talking about problems with the car. That's where it could be noticeable. And by it could be, be, I mean... The sizes are very similar. They're about an inch and a half in difference. Revolutions per mile are not that far apart. The ABS system might not even pick up a difference between the two. When you say at higher speeds, are we talking, what are we talking? Uh, higher speed. <laughs> Leading. This actually helped them, honestly. If he had a confident defense, they would say, oh, there is an issue with the uh, co- with the yeah, car, saying, like a minor issue. actually help him, but he doesn't even realize it, so he's, like, objecting to it. 
The only other observations that I made were that um, all the brakes were in good working condition. And Objection. I never did maintenance on that car. There's no way the um, brakes were stopping the vehicle. All four brakes were in good working shape and they were able to be locked at the time of inspection. Objection. There's only one brake pedal so in the car. Let me clarify. <laughs> Not four. Um, the information you were provided <laughs> was that this vehicle was involved in a crash. Objection. Accident hazard. Um, Accident hazard. Overruled. It's a different uh, one. Nature of the, yeah. the SUV was full of Russian gas, so Putin's responsible. <laughs> Smart. Oh, yeah. Yes. And did you? Oh, the end of the, yeah. Collect yeah. the DNA. Yeah. Kim Kardashian will be doing this trial. She'll be like, there was no touch DNA on the shoes of the victims. Yeah. We checked the shoes of the victim, but there was no SUV DNA on it from a Ford Escape. That would have caused the brakes not to work or not to work effectively on. The date of the crash, or prior to the crash. Objection, speculative. Speculative. I mean, the witness may answer. Speculative. <laughs> speculative. Actually, since your inspection took place after the crash, <laughs> would that you, be your same answer? You're speculating. With to, as it was on December 6, 2021, there <laughs> were the no breakdowns. Objection, speculative. 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 Why wasn't the SUV brought when to trial? It was like killing people. At the time of inspection, fully. <clears throat> Imagine they bring it in the courtroom. I like to call to the witness stand by SUV. Electronic system. Um, Who is this SUV? Yeah. Sounds like Lee Harvey Oswald. Three Um, initials or three names. By examining light bulbs on the exterior of the vehicle and then systematically working my way into the vehicle where I could. What observations did you make in that area? Um, both headlights were, um, the lenses were damaged, but the lights were still working. Um, the lights were in the high beam position and in the automatic position from the driver's cabin. What does that indicate? Objection leading. True. Well, leading. Yeah. <laughs> so that indicates that when the vehicle was left at the last time that the vehicle headlights were in the automatic position, meaning that if it's dark enough out that the headlights would turn themselves on. And the selector stick was in the high beam position, meaning that the last time the lights were in use, they were in high beam mode. Thank you. Continue. Okay. Um, so he had his high beam. From there, uh, just examine the throttle linkage, uh, horn, and other driver controls from inside the cabin. So let's talk about the throttle controls. First of all, what's that? So, so uh, Everyone's familiar with the throttle pedal on the vehicle. You press the pedal, and the vehicle accelerates. And if he identifies as SUV, then they put him in, a, in a, the impound yard with the SUV. <laughs> 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 we said this to you to five years to the impound yard. Uh, they took my SUV into evidence. There was no uh, warrant for its arrest. If you let off the throttle, it reduces and closes that valve. On this particular vehicle, um, I checked the throttle pedal first inside the cab. It was free moving, no binding, no obstructions. I was able to smoothly press it to the floor and release it, and it acted just as it should. Uh, From there, I went under the hood of the vehicle. On this particular vehicle, the crime lab asked that I did not open the hood just because of the amount of DNA evidence on the front of the vehicle. Oh, true. Come in contact with anything. 
So they asked that I not open the hood if at all possible, which on this vehicle, yeah, I was able to still access. Well, the that's where we get into the seriousness of this is like how many people he came into contact with. Yeah. Somebody's asking what model. It's actually a Ford Escape. Which should not help him escape. Uh, from there, I was able to look at the exterior of the throttle and... Everything was in clean, clear working condition, no visible damage, no visible issues. I removed the intake tubing from the engine and inspected the actual throttle plate itself, which was in the closed position. Closed position indicates either an idle or that the vehicle is turned off. I was able to then actuate the butterfly valve itself from fully closed to fully open. <laughs> Somebody said objection. If there's others people DNA all over the car, how can you say it's me? Did there be any problems with the throttle? No, there was not. I'm just going to, I know you call the throttle, I call the gas pedal. It's one of the same cracks. I uh, said that earlier. I like to call the witness oh, the phone. This is the form of the question. Please rephrase. <laughs> he is going to call his SUV. Yeah, Ratchet the Bobby to drive it in because he called it to the oh. way. He was like, they had a police expert <laughs> make assertions about you. What do you think about <laughs> that? questioning it. What was your next area? The next area I went on to was the uh, seat belts inside the vehicle. And then from there, I actually was able to test the vehicle for function. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my God. Well, he didn't escape, but he did ram. Did you then yeah, come that's to a good one. Also, too soon. Mm -hmm. I did. And is that starting on page 5 of 10? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, it would, you know, people would go on his side if he said Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, did you <laughs> check the power? Yeah, all of a sudden, all the opinions on this guy starts changing. They'd be like, based. Based. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the uh, ball joint that was loose that I described earlier, the entire rest of the power steering system was intact. True. DNA doesn't have a timestamp. So there are no problems that would cause the car not to steer appropriately. Objection. Needed. The judge is like so over this. She's like, stop. Like it's in the form of Technically, she said sustained, so she did agree that that was leading. So he did hit one. But all in your report, you indicate a gross vehicle weight rating. Did you see that on page five of ten? Objection, relevancy. Overruled. The witness may answer. Yes, I do. What is that? The gross vehicle weight rating is the amount of weight that the vehicle can physically carry safely. And that number is administered. If he wasn't objecting all the time and I had more time to right. set this up, I would like to counter for how many he wins. Objection. We'd be like 50 to 1. The witness may answer based upon his training and experience. I might do a drinking game yes, for like what would <laughs> speculative, but we'd all be dead by now. Uh, yeah, we'd be way too drunk for this. And the curb weight, what is that? <laughs> Objection. Evidence I mean, makes my client guilty. Words. He's representing himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. The curb weight of the vehicle is the weight of the vehicle as it rolls off the floor at the assembly plant. 
and that's without fuel and um, coolant and oil and things like that. And it's a dry weight of the vehicle. It's what the vehicle itself with nothing in it physically weighs. If someone had reported hearing a clicking sound while this car was driving in front of them... You know who deserves to have to deal with uh, this guy? The prosecutor in the Rittenhouse case, Binger. <laughs> I would have been great if he hired him. I would have done this case. Um, it would be impossible Little to Binger. what a clicking noise could come from. Um, being as there's a lot of moving components under the hood with belts. No way. Uh, Somebody, he did he actually ask to strike damning testimony? Like to say damning, like the phrase damning testimony. That would be funny if he used the term damning. Can I ask why you weren't able to drive it? Objection. Relevancy. 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 There's actually two reasons I was unable to drive it. One, again, with DNA evidence on the exterior of the vehicle, two, there wasn't enough gas. <laughs> True, him representing himself is uh, it is pretty hilarious. So the car was on. I mean, it's a horrible story. It is a tragic yeah. case, but this guy's like trial is so absurd. It's the same as to the form of the question. I, it's it's amazing that we're on like day five of the trial. You would think. Oh, I'm sorry, day ten. There's been ten days of this. There was the gauge read E for empty, and the notation on the infotainment center originally said two miles to empty and then on the second <laughs> mistrial and effective council is pretty funny <laughs> said key or when you turn the key what observations of a did you make so when i tried to start the vehicle it was very sluggish it turned over but it wouldn't fire it wouldn't do anything and then it made like a hiccup sound like it was going to try to start mimicking. Objection, SUVs don't hiccup. Try turning the key again. And then the vehicle actually did start, did idle. Can explain how SUVs can actually hiccup? That's when I saw that the fuel gauge, the distance to empty gauge went from two miles to one mile, indicating that the vehicle was very much so out of fuel almost. And, um, I recorded this with my camera and I tapped the throttle to do a rev test on the engine. The engine revved and went back to an idle. When it went back to an idle, I can't wait for the cross examination. I'm so excited for it. Mm -hmm. Indicate that it's not getting enough fuel to run correctly. Thank you. Now, if a witness had testified that when the vehicle went in front of them, they heard uh, a high pitch, like a revving sound. Uh, not uh, as far as I know, he hasn't said they wouldn't get out the way yet. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different things. I'm gonna say he honked this horn and they didn't move. Heavy acceleration from someone pressing the throttle. Hunter <laughs> Biden should have repped him. It could be noise that is amplified as because he the parade and, uh, and yeah. made them out open to the exterior, so you can. Hear yes, this is this is what the trial is about. He, he calls himself a sovereign citizen, though. I don't think the Democrat media ignored it. They maybe they didn't. Oh, they're not covering this wire to wire like cops. Yeah, no. but they didn't ignore it completely. I mean, they didn't report on the crime happening. They just didn't keep up with it. That's when we had the so SUV headlines. Yeah. Admitted, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll show on the screen in front of you, and I'd ask that it be published as well. Objection, leading. Um, Formal 
objection. My exhibit 73 doesn't say 73 on it. It's um, marked exhibit 73. It's not actually marked, but it is exhibit 73. I do. What is depicted in that photograph? Objection. Speculative. I love the way he says that. Uh, it appears to be an exhaust muffler and a couple chunks of wood and overturned dirt. The All muffler right. that's observed in this picture, would that be um, consistent or inconsistent with um, a 2010 Ford Escape? Objection, speculative. I'm going to have to scroll down just because I don't know if the evidence that they're going to put is like can't show it on YouTube. Like, we'll wait for the, if they call another piece of evidence, then I, I gotta flip it, because what if they show, like, an injury or something? Yeah, something. There's a vehicle muffler without seeing the ends of it and where the inlet, outlet are, and actual measurements, it would be impossible to see what vehicle it came from, but it did, it is an automotive muffler. Get some white pill content. Uh, let's see when if Lee Zeldin wins. <laughs> oh, like positive. I do. True. That I mean, they did do that with the um, SUV thing. In my the conclusion was that objection the didn't do. God. On the left front end of the vehicle, that's responsible for steering. <laughs> the joint was worn and had been worn prior to the crash. Oh, um, this is not he submitted this big state as evidence immediately or overnight. If it would have been oh my God. crash damage, that this was damaged. I would expect to have seen a lot more impact in that area with bent metal or destroyed. Yeah, just because it's being streamed on YouTube doesn't mean that I won't get a strike for it. Indicates yeah. that it was one prior to the crash occurring, and the tire, um, obviously, unless somebody changed it in between the crash occurring and my inspection, the tire was objection. How do you know somebody didn't change it between um, prior to the crash and been driven like that? Um, I did not see any true Alf, your mashup was great yesterday. The tire rod affecting oh, steering as far as I'm sorry, I still got to do those charts here to the vehicle. I'll probably do that with all of these. Worn and they start to get excessively worn and manifest themselves. <laughs> he did do that earlier today, Ryan. He he uh, he said there's no state of Wisconsin present, um, and you've never <laughs> met him. Had the left rear tire been an issue on the vehicle? I would have expected to see that manifest itself in an ABS. Objection, your honor. My cousin ate my really big cookie. It was it was Julius Jones' sister, by the way. When I ran the vehicle and with keep in the ignition and the on position, there were no diagnostic trouble. Oh, law and crime trying to copyright? Is that what you guys are saying? And two things that I, I guess I need to cover. Do you check to see if there are any recalls of a vehicle in coming to your conclusion? Objection, speculative. And do we still need this exhibit? Oh, we can take that down, and your objection's noted. It's okay. The witness may answer. I do check for recalls, yes. Were there any on this vehicle? There were not recalls on this vehicle. There was only an extended um, service warranty from Ford, which had since elapsed due to the mileage on the vehicle. I'm trying to, like, change this to make it work. In terms of the the brake pedal within the car and its... Imagine he didn't have all these things wrong with the car and there was a recall on it and there was all these problems. I wonder if you would be able to get away with it. Now, when a person activates that brake pedal, what is happening within the car? 
Objection. Um, you can't see that. I mean, if they try to copyright um, claim me, I'm just going to fight the claim. Yeah. It pulls on the rod, which goes into the brake master cylinder. Like they don't, they don't own the trial. Hydraulic fluid from the um, brake fluid. Wait, they're not the ones actually recording this. Right? This vehicle is equipped with anti-lock brakes. It goes into an ABS modulator first. It's also very transformative. This, this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't have. They don't have us talking over it. <laughs> it's very. And I did just mute the trial for for you guys out there, but it's very transformative what's going on. Four, where the vehicle's still trying to uh, maintain momentum, the ABS system can. Oh, it's, it, but the thing is, is they copyright. I'm just going to file a counter notice because they're not taking a penny from me. Like law and crime, great job sharing the trial, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna just fight that. In the vehicle. And when you talk about brake pads. Um, how do the brake I mean, because if you think about, like, what do they're doing, they relate to the... Like, no offense to law and crime. I do appreciate them. But if you think about what they're doing, they're just streaming a trial broadcast and putting their logo on it and collecting super chats. Like, they should be happy not going around claiming other people. Two brake pads together. They're located between the two And if there's another channel the link that I could watch this on, I'll do door. that. And what that does is it creates Probably pinching motion, motion too, right? and that pinching motion slows the rotation of the disc the down, which is the brake disc, which is attached to the wheel hub. And that's what slows your vehicle. And just for the record, he was using his right hand uh, to demonstrate kind of a squeezing motion. He Objection. Had, you're, uh, you're, you're, motion, you're describing his testimony. Making a masturbation type of motion. I'm going to lower the volume for this guy because I want I want Brooks to, to do the um, cross-examination. That's what it's really all about. Yeah, it's going to be funny. Objection leading. Like, all he's doing is objecting. But other than that, so you've covered every aspect of the braking system in this particular vehicle. Is that correct? Right. Objection. Speculative. <laughs> Speculative. Speculative. Yeah. It's just, it's just an absurdity, Is like, what we're anything, watching in this trial. Anything at all mm-hmm. that would have prohibited this vehicle. And, like, imagine being a cop. You're, you've trained your whole life to be a serious, bad. like, person to go up against the no. defense expert. And they don't even – it's not even that they don't have an expert. They have a clown. Well, I got my appeal decision back. It says it's still in violation. And they're not oh, back. my God. Alf got a, got a community <laughs> guideline strike for one of yeah. his videos. It's total nonsense. So now volume 10 is not up anymore. I don't even, they didn't even respond to me to tell me where the violation is. So I could just take that out and upload it again. Or documented with it during. It it looks like Daryl Brooks was just frozen right there. How how long is the jury going to be? How long is the jury going to be there to uh, decide whether or not this guy's guilty? We're talking about like 15 minutes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. He's representing himself. Oh, cross-examination. Yes. All right. This is what I've been waiting for. Did you see any bully house? Yes, I did. Do you recall where? Back up. Do you recall how many bully house you observed? I do not recall a number of them. No, I knew there were more than one. The ones that you observed, do you recall where they were? I do believe one might have exited through either the windshield or rear window, and one was in the side of the vehicle, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Bullet hose. 
did you find any shell cases? No, I did not. And you said you did the inspection on December 6th? That's correct. Who told you to do the inspection? Uh, do you know if the if the vehicle had been uh, uh, do you know if anyone attempted to start the vehicle in between that time of the crash and your inspection? Not to my knowledge, no. But you don't know for sure? That's correct. Uh, thank you, The Lab. I really did enjoy the stream. Uh, you made reference to the left rear tire being uh, being bigger than, than the other tires. Yes. Um, can you give a little bit more clarity on uh, how that would affect the vehicle? So one larger tire on the vehicle would obviously make the vehicle lean ever so slightly away from whichever side is larger than the other. Um, in this case, the amount of difference between the two tires, it's about an inch and a half in difference in radius. So in radius, you get half of that amount in height. So it would be about three quarters of an inch difference in height. That amount of difference is not noticeable in a vehicle. Uh, the other thing that it would cause is premature tire wear from one side to the other um, over time to where one vehicle, the, one tire might wear faster than the other. Uh, the suspension might not act correctly because it's, it's not at the same <laughs> Objection, price. you answering so, too much of my question. Over time, those are things I would expect to potentially see from that. Each vehicle acts differently with different size tires on it. There's no one size fits all. <laughs> Do you recall bully holes? So different vehicles act differently. It to uh, to having a a bigger fitting tire. Yes. Uh, you made reference to it uh, to the uh, to a vehicle leaning away from the side that's bigger. Or Correct. Would that in any way create a slight pull to the vehicle? To either side? In my experience, that small amount would not know. What's your experience got to do with anything? And you made reference to the high beams. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what you <laughs> said referring to the high beams. Uh Is that a question? You made reference to them being used at some point? The high beams were activated when I did my inspection, meaning that um, when the headlights are on, they were in high beam mode. The um, selector stick was pressed forward for the high beams. Oh, he's going to nail them right here. Please tell me there's a follow-up. Come on, follow up about the high beams. Are you a mechanic? Somebody's like, are you a mechanic? Please tell me how much you charge to fix my SUV. <laughs> Why would a vehicle use high beams? <laughs> yeah. Usually what? a lot of driver uses high beams to see better or to illuminate things better. So with that, that would 
primarily referred to if it was nighttime. Correct. Was it nighttime? Please, for the love oh, yeah. of God, ask what it's going to be. Would you say with your expertise, it wouldn't make sense for a vehicle to use high beams in the daytime? There are limited uses for them in the daytime, yes. And what are some of the uses from, from your knowledge? Generally, um, the high beams shine brighter. So even with sunlight shining on them, um, other vehicles can see them. It's a thing that we use on the highway as law enforcement sometimes. Um, oh, my God. He just admitted law enforcement was driving. Turn the high beams on so oncoming traffic coming in during the daytime sees that brighter light from the vehicle. It's just a regular <laughs> thing to help oncoming vehicles see. So, so it would essentially be for a identification purpose. <laughs> Not so much for identification, no. <laughs> well, what do you mean when you refer to um, for oncoming traffic to be able to? More for visibility is what I mean, so that it stands out to the other traffic. It doesn't look like it belongs because the lights look very bright. It gets the other driver's attention, the same as the red and blue lights on the top of the cars. Gets them to notice that law enforcement is present. Correct. That's what I meant by ID purpose for them to be able to. Oh, my God. He's going to go with the police framed him. Then, yes. Isn't this leading the witness? (laughs) Is the defendant law enforcement? Please, for the love of God, accuse the Were police. Were you able to inspect the entire engine? Oh, I was come not on, able to inspect up. the entire engine. And what parts of the what parts of the engine were you not able to inspect? Um, the only parts that I was unable to inspect would be down in the front by the belt pulleys area. I could see that the radiator was pushed into it, but I couldn't see what components had been damaged by that. Um, as far as like water pump or anything like that. Um, and I do not usually take the engines down. I meaning wish I he would have accused the cop the inspection anyways. Um, my main yeah, under the Im- hood. Imagine his defense was only the cops can turn on high beams. Aside from the throttle. You made reference to the water pump. Did you notice any water leaking? Uh, yes, there was <laughs> coolant that had leaked from the vehicle. <laughs> Is from the water pump? Is I don't water. know where it actually had leaked from, but I know that there was a lack of coolant in the vehicle. It could have come from a lot of various different places. It was no longer leaking when I saw it. It was empty. How did you notice it was leaking? So you didn't actually observe it leaking. Correct. <laughs> I just lied to you. He said it was leaking. Uh-uh. Perjury. Imagine he is drawing a picture and not taking notes. <laughs> it would be fair to say you don't know where the leaking came from. That's correct. Were you told that not the exactly vehicle was leaking? To some extent. No, it just has a low coolant level, meaning it leaked from someplace or it had never been filled properly. So at that time, it would be fair to say you weren't sure if it had been filled properly or if it was leaking. <laughs> Either is possible. Oh my god, he's winning this exchange. Yeah, it would be fair to say you didn't know for sure which of the two. Yeah. Yo, got him. Game over. 
Oh, oh there's a poll question? Oh, my God. Uh, you made reference to a undecided. How uh, many people are putting not guilty? Two percent. Can you give a little bit more clarity on exactly what is a ball joint? So the ball joint is at the wheel end. When you turn your steering wheel in your vehicle, there's a shaft attached to the wheel. Oh my god, this is getting sexual. Pinion system. Oh, right. The right. pinion it's is right around right. here. The rack is a flat piece of metal with gear teeth <laughs> on it. As you turn. Uh, I don't put my ball and shaft anywhere where there's teeth. On the end of each of those tie rods is a ball and socket joint, much like um, the hip joint on a human being. It's a ball that fits inside of a socket. And are you a doctor? It allows the wheel to turn left and right as it's being pushed by the tie rod without any binding or any issues in between. Sir, yeah, clarity. I, I don't know anything about cars, so yeah, we can all, <laughs> look at his smile. Like, yeah, I can tell. You said there was a loose ball joint. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. None of my all my loose my yeah. ball joints is tight. All right. To what effect could that affect the vehicle? Uh, the amount that it was loose, it would only wear more with more use. Um, as those components start to wear down, they start to have a little play. The longer the vehicle is operated without proper repairs, the worse the play gets. Um, the worse the play gets, then you can start having issues with um, improper tire wear and so on and so forth until it gets to the point that it actually separates. The ball and socket themselves will separate from each other. And then what happens at that point? If the ball and socket joints separate, um, you would lose steering at that wheel. The other wheel would still be able to steer. Now, you said that SUV had hips. When you say the other wheel. From your inspection, can you tell how roughly how long this loose or this ball joint was loose? I cannot tell exactly how long. No, uh, Yo, he's just breaking down his testimony. Before the crash occurred, just based on the fact that it was worn, not broken. So the balls was worn. Please ask that question. <laughs> so with your expertise, would it be fair to say that that needed to be taken care of? Yes, that needed to be corrected. <laughs> <laughs> you made reference to the gas. Um, oh, God. The vehicle have a difficulty starting. Would that be fair to say? Yes. <laughs> How could I have started the vehicle if I had no gas? <laughs> Somebody's like, will it be state inspection? <laughs> <laughs> I love his awkward pauses. It really freezes the witness. Like this state inspector already got wrecked on that whole uh, whatever the hell he was asking him about with the fluid. Uh-huh. <laughs> look at him. He's look, he's shook right there. He's like hand, hand in there, sweating. He's like, God, I hope he doesn't ask me any more tough questions. Are these just and, car questions? Um, Masses cross reference to the axles. <laughs> he's trying to learn to, uh, to figure out how to fix it. Taking car. them off the vehicle. 
the axle I do <laughs> my not card take is off of Stevie the King she at all. It's Christine. Uh, what did you do in regards to the axle? The axle ends, wheel ends, that's where the brake components are mounted. So I removed the wheel and tire from the actual axle end. I think that's what I was referring to. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry if I, I misquoted. Oh. I know you made some reference to removing something. I, I some reference to removing so something, you Your Something um, I wanted to ask you. Ask you about the axle. When you inspect the axle and remove, you said the wheel? Yes. Um, what, what is being expected at that point? Um, so when I remove the wheel and tire from the vehicle, I remove all four of them one at a time. And that's where I actually look at the brake components themselves, being the brake pads. Uh, if the, the brake, brake is in the car, why are you looking um, at the tire? It's right next to the accelerator the pedal. Brake rotors. Um, and then I get a better view of the tie rod that I was just speaking about really because it's actually next to the wheel on the axle end of the vehicle. You said the tire tire rod? The tie rod alternate that was loose. Oh, okay. The tire is circular. How can it be a rod? (laughs) (laughs) I think you just... Did you take my rims? Is the difference between the two? Oh yeah, there we go. Yes, the ball joint is the, the, the joint itself, <laughs> and it's on the end of the tie rod. Oh my god! Did you notice anything wrong with the tie rod? The actual tie rod, not the ball joint. No, there was nothing wrong with the tie rod. <laughs> so you say it was a strong and sturdy shaft, then. <laughs> He's just freezing them out right now. Yeah. Winning. Hashtag winning. (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody's like, he's wasting time. I mean, no, he's trying to think of questions. He wrote notes, and he has to interpret the notes. (laughs) He's like, yeah, what what the hell did I write right here? (laughs) His handwriting's so sloppy, he can't tell. I, I will say the prosecution's not objecting at all. Just one nah, second. They just they'd rather let them hang Just out. one second. I've got your ball joint right here, Stephen Sugars. Right here. Imagine being like a member of the family or somebody who's injured by this guy, and this is how he's presenting himself at trial. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. He's using his public defender's notes. Oh, yeah, he fired his public defender, right? Did he? Oh, my God. Because there's images with him with a lawyer on his side. I think he just fired him. Oh, my God. He's like, I got this, bro. <laughs> wow. He was probably giving him some good advice on what to do, and he was like, nah, I got this. Well, well in Chonky, the reason I'm saying they're not objecting is because in the last testimony, they were objecting well, to a bunch uh, of his questions. Page 9. Of your report. Page out of the report. Come on. You got it, Daryl. And you did give some clarity to this. I'm just curious to know. On page nine. Page nine, right? Well, first of all, you you wrote this report yourself, correct? Yes. Who told you to write it? Did you see who typed it out after you wrote the report? When, who, <laughs> did you who see did you give your typed report to? Yeah. 
On I page nine, there's second sentence. Did you look at it? Um, I'm assuming you still have the exhibit 83. Yes, sir. <laughs> he still has not gotten to it. Says, I noted a worn tie rod end on the left front wheel end. Was was that in reference to the ball joint and not the tie rod? Tie rod. Yes. They're, they're one and the same. The tie rod end is a ball joint. It's two different ways to refer to the same component. Okay, I was clarity. Yeah, he's confusing tie rod say with tie rod. Ball joint right here. Would that be fair to say? Correct. Oh my god. Oh my god, he's getting to him. He's undermining this witness. He's red, I can see it. Look, half the people in my poll are, are saying he's not guilty based on yeah. this cross examination. Yeah, I think this is and a, what this is, is the, point in the trial. The high mount brake lamp. The high mount brake lamp is on the back of the vehicle. You have the right brake light and turn signal, left brake light and turn signal, and then there's the third brake light that's a, like usually in the rear window or at the top of the back of the hatch of the vehicle. That's the high mount brake lamp. Okay. And it was inoperable when you inspected it? Operable. That's correct. Both of those were inoperable during inspection. So it didn't work? Correct. I like how people so need to clarify to that half my chat is trolling. I'm aware. From behind. <laughs> They would be able yeah, right. to see because those were inoperable. Yes, at the time of inspection, those lights did not work. How did you know they were on if they didn't work? Oh my god, he's trying hard. Look at him reading he's, this. He's trying to read the report on the fly and give you and give notes. And you also stated that it is unknown if they were working prior to the crash or damaged during the crash. Would that be fair to say? That's correct. That oh, that's you, would, report? <laughs> you would know either way. No, I would not have a way to tell when that light bulb went out. So what do you know, Mr. Expert? Yeah. Kind of like nihilist anonymous in the chat said, I would never. Me, Daryl Brooks, and the SUV were all playing Monopoly that night. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was my SUV's birthday, and we had spaghetti that night. <laughs> we were playing Monopoly and eating spaghetti. <laughs> eating spaghetti because that was that's my SUV's favorite meal. Well, he's not alliterated, so I don't yeah, know if he's not alliterated. Kim, Kim Kardashian doesn't care about people without alliteration in their names. No further questions. Oh! 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 Wow. That was so disappointing. That was so anticlimactic. He had nothing else. What else did he have? He, he just wanted a bunch of facts about cars. Yeah. He just wanted to know how much his car would be worth if he sold it used and damaged. <laughs> how he didn't ask you about the plaintiff. You're right. The state of Wisconsin. Where is it at? Mm-hmm. Can you point to the state of Wisconsin here in this trial? 
and high mount break high mount brake lamp were inoperable. Do you recall that? Yes. Oh, they are redirecting. Oh, oh. Lux. Brooks. Um, and the prosecution on their back foot. Objection. Leading. Overruled the witness may answer. The left stop lamp was working. Now, sir, just going back again to this ball joint, you stated that. Yo, Brooks I has them shut. They're like redirecting right now. Unless the ball and socket is separated. You can still safely operate that vehicle? Objection. Mischaracterizes what was said. Mischaracterizes. Based on the form of the question, I'll allow the witness to answer. Yes. <clears throat> and the ball in the sockets on this vehicle, were they separated? They were not. I'm no, not. I'm not saying anything. But the fact that they're redirecting is wild. The fact that his cross examination is area. making them redirect is wild. Does the engine control acceleration? Objection. Relevancy. 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 No, it requires driver input. Does the engine Objection. control braking? What about Tesla? <laughs> no, it does not. Does the engine control steering? Objection. Um, overrule the witness may answer. No, it does not. Does the engine control gear shifting? Objection. Relevancy. Relevancy. Overrule the witness may answer. It does not. Thank God he's back. Finally, sir, you talked about um, (laughs) (laughs) they didn't call any objections. Do you know what was leaking, if anything? Objection. Technically, it is um, an yeah, answer. So, water pump, water coolant—it's all interchangeable um, as far as the cooling system for the engine goes. And the coolant system was low at the time of inspection and had been leaking, but from where I do not know. Objection. And again, does that control the steering? No. The braking. No. The acceleration? No. Finally, sir, you had talked about on um, cross examination the presence of the high beams it, being it's on possible. during the daylight. Do you recall that line of questioning? Yes. Specifically, you had indicated that sometimes the state patrol uses their high beams during the day. What was that for? Objection. That was Overruled. The witness may <laughs> to increase visibility. Is that of any assistance if a vehicle is coming up behind people? That is speculative. Nah, judge, you're rigging it. No. Uh, that's it. It's, it's like it's like that house judge. Right? No, no, ask Brooks. You gotta you gotta redirect. He doesn't know. You got to redirect the redirect. You got to cross the redirect. Um, once the witness. Oh, he mad. Passes. Oh. I'll excuse the jury for an afternoon break. It's uh, just about three oh six. We'll take about fifteen minutes. I'll rise for the jury. Oh boy, he mad. Yo, Brooks. Let's let's hear some shit talking. Yeah, honestly, like he he was nailing it with the law enforcement. 
Oh, he almost started laughing right there. Look at him, he's pissed. Look at him shaking his head no. This is a kangaroo court. If this is a kangaroo court, why am I here without my pouch? You can be seated. Oh, Oh, he's not sitting. Mr. Brooks, I know the last thing you said, I heard you say that's hilarious. What were you referring to? I was referring to, like, are you serious? Some of the same, some of the same things that I ask on. Mm-mm. When it's my time to question the witness, uh oh, here we go. Can be overruled, but when the same thing is done, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell her. Day, there we go. It's, it's, it's just thrown, it's just thrown to the side. I, I just think that's that's disrespectful. Funny. Well, I sir, really I don't find it funny. Number one, uh, number two, yeah, you can um, kill people. You're not in my the, position either. The you're not in my position either. You wouldn't be in your position. Time that the objections are made. I know, and I wanted to address this briefly. You can have a seat. Um, you had questioned during the testimony of this witness, um, Exhibit 83, um, because I believe what you were saying is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, the copy of the report you have does not have an exhibit sticker on it. It does. Right. And um, True. The, <laughs> you want to see it? I, yeah, I you want to see it? I doubt that your copy does not have an exhibit sticker. <laughs> Yo, he um, should start hitting on the, the judge. She's cute. The report was provided to you, uh, and I'll have the <laughs> state correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, it would have been provided uh, through the course of discovery. I'd also know She's got that, that Wisconsin on April. Too. Yeah. I believe 22nd like of 2022, the state filed a notice of expert naming uh, Inspector uh, Ryan Schultz as an expert witness and indicated it that he would testify consistent with his uh, report. And then I directed your attention to um, the statutes in the rules of evidence dealing with expert testimony, specifically starting at 907.02 through 907.07. Um, that is why I didn't stop during the testimony to have a discussion outside the presence of the jury, uh, because at that point, um, the objection to not having an exhibit sticker on your report is not um, would not prevent listen to this guy judge is only hot for a judge laid, which in wow. my opinion it was rude and the fact that your document didn't have that specific exhibit sticker um, doesn't diminish the fact that um, I know from your cross-examination you were referring to the report at times you referred to it by page number it was clear from your questioning that you had reviewed it I would just note two examples uh, you asked some questions regarding visibility and the impact of the high beams. That was one example. And then secondly, uh, questioning him. How about can you write notes so fast that it takes me a long time? Um, and so that I just wanted that to make from the report, Your Honor. The only thing that came from the report was from page nine when I was page trying nine. to get clarity about why I said Warren Tire Tyrod. Tyrod. 
Oh, and you actually questioned yeah, I don't know, what my about cousin the uh, has different tire and what that would mean. Um, so I thought three uh, good areas of cross-examination uh, that you covered. As far as the other these conferences have been issues, so I think, that you might have mm-hmm. when there's redirect. Um, I'm not going to explain what redirect is, sir, but again, for my position, um, there's direct examination, there's cross-examination, the state or any witness, any party that calls a witness always has the opportunity to ask the direct exam questions and then redirect based upon what's asked during cross-examination. Sometimes that does mean there's some repetition, uh, but I didn't see anything through the redirect of this witness that I It's so crazy because he's improper. so bad, but she has um, so to give to make real a reasons, of that, even though right? we all know he has no you, argument. Sir, mm-hmm. you understand what I was saying? During multiple times during the questioning of that witness, you were mumbling under your breath. Um, you say disparaging remarks <laughs> toward the court, toward yeah. the witness, or toward the process. So if it was disparaging, what did I say? Oh, burn. Sir, you say things like it's not fair or you go, go, you make noises that suggest like you're disgusted with the ruling that is made. So you're assuming what I mean by that? And when did Mr. I say Mr. Brooks, I'm just making yeah, a yeah, it's you're, important you're making it incorrect, right? It's important that you demonstrate <laughs> courtesy and decorum through these proceedings. Those are the noises I make that you, that With respect to the witnesses who are testifying in the process. Um, does the witness feel disrespected? Does the witness, does the witness say anything about feeling disrespected? Mr. Brooks, I'm not going to engage in this <laughs> I don't think back he did. and forth with you because, first of all, it's did. a mischaracterization of my observations, number one. And yeah, number but your two, observations are job. incorrect. It's my job saying the same thing that his characterization under 90611 that there's the effective presentation. The jury's not in, so he can fight the judge all he wants. To that, once again, I'll read it. Uh, into the record no, no need to read it. under 906 the judge shall exercise record. reasonable control over the mode and order of interrogating witnesses all of the time. following make the interrogation and presentation effective for the ascertainment of he's talking shit now witnesses from harassment or undue embarrassment it go, sub two talks about the scope of cross examination. Sub three talks she, about she used to be woke, and then she had to deal with this guy defending himself, which she's like, I'm right wing conservative. Uh, to develop the witness's testimony. Yes, yeah, totally changing her. Um, so with that, that, we'll take our break. I'll start the 15 minutes. It's 3:13. We are in recess. Thank you. Oh, Brooks, you going to take that fight back? Um, I did um, actually take note of um, when the court overruled one of um, Mr. Brooks' objections. His um, response was, stop trying right. to be I resent being called yep, the name. I did say that. So, right. yeah, just for the record, that. I thought that that was very disrespectful. Thank you. I would agree. Oh, brown Judge, nose. Can we Boom. discuss scheduling at some point as well, either now or on the return? Well, we'll come back. Why okay. wasn't that addressed uh, right when it happened? Honestly, Mr. Brooks, I'm really trying hard not because to that, highlight your misconduct. That's the, that's the definition of trying to be slick. During the trial. <laughs> trying to be slick. Trying my the definition of trying to be slick. <laughs> To frankly minimize those things out to the jury and instead point them out outside the presence (laughs) of the jury. You may have noticed I even started to say I remind the jurors that the comments 
of the parties or the attorneys are not evidence so as to cast a broad brush and not simply highlight your conduct. I haven't noticed anything. Um, But all right, we're in recess. What conduct you referring to? What conduct? If you're not, if you're going to be biased, then Oh, he's still talking shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, this man. I can't believe this guy. Y'all gotta be biased. It's so wild, like this this trial. Like you but get he, why I, I had to like do something mm-hmm. about it. Like just just watch. And the judge explains it. He doesn't even understand the concept that there's a difference between the examination and cross examination, and that some you know something objections you call in one are not the same as the other. She's like she's like um she's like listen like we don't want to call out your bad behavior during <laughs> the uh during the trial because we don't want to bias the jury against you. And he's like. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen you not call out my bad behavior. Well, and and that it's the definition of being slick. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, that's the definition of being slick. You ain't from the streets, so you don't know that. Oh my god. That that was that was funny. The judge could not get out of there fast enough. She was like, that was no. it. And by the way, the prosecution, total brown nose in talking about where they wrote down where he disrespected. Oh my nah. god. Nah. Nah. Honestly, look, Brooks was winning the cross-examination. He got a little distracted. I was hoping that this this is why he needs to be a little more sane, because I was hoping when the guy said that cops used the high beams, he was going to allege that the cops did the driving of the SGV. But, like, he had no follow-through in that line of questioning. Oh, God. That was ridiculous. (laughs) And all the objections he calls are great, like, random objections. Uh, Manny, this is uh, the Waukesha, Wisconsin trial. <laughs> it's like, like so a, this... when he does his objections, it's like cold reading. Like you just throw whatever at the wall and hope that yeah. one is right. Every once in a while he's right, but I don't think it's because he's right. It's because he just got lucky. Oh, it's because lucky. if you object to everything, eventually yeah, exactly. the prosecution is going to uh, mm-hmm. like be exactly. wrong. Eventually, he gets one that's right. It's like, oh, shit. But that's just random dice rolls. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a wild uh, thing. Somebody's like, he's so screwed. He, he's never... Oh, he's just trying to extend his 15 minutes. Listen, Kim Kardashian could try to get him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not, he's not apologizing. He's denying that he was involved. Like, he's denying that he's Daryl Brooks. <laughs> what? Is that what it is? Oh, that's yeah, why he, he says he he feels offended by being called that name. Yeah, that's that's not who he is because he's a he's sovereign right. citizen. Apparently, <laughs> it's like you're on a Daryl Brooks had a beard and a must and and long hair. I obviously have a shaved head and a shaved face. That can't be me. Yeah, Rit- honestly, so Rittenhouse's judge he definitely doesn't want him because what people don't know about the Rittenhouse judge is he's actually um very strict in sentencing. So if you get, if you, during the trial, he's going to make sure you have a fair trial, but in the sentencing phase, if you're convicted, you're done. Oh my God. I don't know if we should keep going on this or Mm. we should just wrap it because they're like a 15 minute break. What's going on after that? What are they doing? Just just more trial, more witnesses, more nonsense. Mm. Ugh. This guy's ridiculous. I can't believe he's defending himself, but I kind of believe it at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that other guy who defended himself when he, like, killed the mom. Yeah. And then he's, like, questioning his son, who's the key witness. It's so, it's so weird. 
that guy was extremely sad imagine you know having to be cross-examined by your dad who murdered your mom and uh, for the trial of that and it's like well that guy had like some coherence in his crazy so he was like he was like um he was saying that the cop adopted him therefore the cop like it was like a plot he's being controlled by the police Mm -hmm. and used against him oh oh my god (laughs) that is so nuts he yeah, wanted really... my son, so he orchestrated this whole thing to steal my son from me. Somebody says, stay for the rescheduling side. Oh, he made a huge scene in the morning. Yeah, I, I, I actually did an interview with uh, the Brad Palumbo guy, so I wasn't, uh, mm. I wasn't catching it in the morning. Is there like a highlights video we can watch of the whole trial to go through? Like, uh, there's like some stuff on Twitter. Uh, that we can look through real quick. Bob, somebody had to have put like a yeah. Did somebody have a mashup of his? Yeah, like, if anybody bed. knows where there is one that we could like go over real quick to see, basically what the big crazies he's done so far. We're getting an Anna Fetterman mix. Well, I'm on strike now, so I can't even upload videos for a week. Yeah, he got a community <laughs> guideline strike. That was bullshit. That's total bullshit. It says I was inciting violence. That there's no incite to violence. Obviously, I'm putting up what TYT puts up. So what incitement of violence could possibly be on there that TYT doesn't have? Yeah, Brooke should say his name is Innocent Person. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, no, I remember he got removed in the first week. I'm saying, is there anybody who has like a video highlight yeah. of the uh of the Yeah, thing? like if anybody knows a YouTube channel that has posted up highlights of... His like, if you have a mashup of his greatest hits, that would be amazing. <laughs> Did the officer try to oil change in a tune-up? Oh, my God. All right, I, I got to run to the bathroom. Yeah, go for it. I'm looking up for, uh, see if I find some highlights here. So I'll leave, you, I'll leave you as the guide of the ship, Alf. Yeah. When you get back, I'll find us some highlights and we'll watch. I can't believe I got a strike. Arg. I wanted to stream today too, but like an hour before that, I get a strike. Uh, speaking of uh, Anna Kasparian, looks like Alf. <laughs> so funny enough, especially with the nose job, she got an Alf-like nose job, right? How funny is that? Brooke should have watched my cousin Vinny, uh, the two Utes. So the two Utes wouldn't get out of the way when I was driving through. It's not my fault. There's a, well, yeah, Law, Law and Crime Network has an, has a recap. It says the Brooke, the trial so far from 11 days ago, though. So that's kind of. And that's already, that's got to be real early in the first few days. And it's like already a 13 minute video. They also have a top five wildest moments from the day one trial. That might be good to look at too. That's funny. 
All right, just from day one trial, there's already a top five wildest moments. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, I got like two videos already I see here that we could watch. The recap so far will probably highlight most of it. But all of these are from days ago. How, uh, I don't know if anybody knows because this is day 10. But how many days has the trial been going on? Not counting weekends probably, right? <laughs> so maybe it's really like 14 days. No, but this is day 10 of the trial, not day 10 since the trial has been on, right? So. It says uh, prosecutors plan to rest their case today, right? So this is going to be, so this is getting close to the end. Uh, Prosecution is resting their case today. So it'd be interesting if they had like a case so far that was posted more recently because this, the one I've seen. Is from 11 days ago. So I don't know how many days of trial had been going on by then at that point. Well, I said 15 minute break, so I should be back pretty soon. I mean, it's been about 10 minutes already, I would think, or eight minutes or something like that. <laughs> the judge needed a break to laugh. Yeah, basically, <laughs> she needs a she needs to go to the back and relax for a minute from how much this guy's stressing her out, probably driving her nuts. See, there's another one to go from yesterday that says. While Kesha Christmas Parade attack suspect court day 11 of trial. So how was that day 11 of trial streamed a day ago? And this is streaming right now live. That's day 10, right? That doesn't make sense. I think one is counting how many days it's been going on for and one's counting the actual days of trial. If not, that makes no sense. No, see, Fox 9, Minneapolis has Daryl Brooks trial day 13. You see? How does that make any sense? <laughs> now I'm confused. How many days is this? Well, I, I need Daryl Brooks to explain to me how this works. Or maybe I can contact him and tell him to use this as a defense. Like, <laughs> Your Honor, how is this day 10 and day 11 and day 13 of the same trial? It makes no sense. I am back. All right, trial. Alf. You got the link? <laughs> for which Oof. one? I got one for a recap so far. Oh, yeah. Let's watch that. But that's from eight days ago. When did the trial start? Like, I, it might. Some people might be counting like the jury selection as well. That's what I was thinking because they have different days here. Some of these are on day thirteen of trial, and I'm like, how is this on day ten? And Fox has it as day thirteen. Yeah, no, nah, link that over. I definitely want to see that. I put it in here. Like yeah, you could use the private chat. Yeah. And that's so far. There's also a funny one here that said. 
five wildest moments from the day one of trial. You might want to check that one. Out. Oh yeah, we definitely gotta. Maybe we'll, maybe the, the second one to watch first because that's just day one, and the other one's the rest of the trial. All right, I'm I'm gonna cue. I'm gonna have to cue this one up. This is gonna be fun, man. Like Brooks, oh my god. They should always televise when criminals like this that are obviously guilty want to represent themselves. They should always televise this stuff. It's just funny to see. Alright. Well, I'm gonna go with the wildest moments first. I'm not gonna stay for the whole trial, guys. Like I, I like for the rest of it. It's gonna be long. Like I gotta make dinner at some point. But uh let me do the share. Chrome tab. Uh top five wildest moments. We have to go with it. All right, guys, you ready for this? Um, Mr. Brooks, you just interrupted me within a minute of us starting this case here. Today. <laughs> right, one minute in. Do not interrupt me. That's the second time. So I can go through the list of Twice. things that I need to get through this morning. The trial for Daryl Brooks, the man accused of driving through the Waukesha Christmas Parade last year, killing six people, begins. And Brooks is representing himself. Oh no, this is somebody's like narrating. I don't want narration. I just want to see them. Yeah, just oh you can skip through with the bottom, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna go to the other video and see and then I'll go back to that one. The other one might have narration too. These are all law and crime network, I think. Yeah, but they might have like a highlight reel. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, but I couldn't find one. I have not had the time to go through everything in there. As you can see, it's a lot that and that's putting it minimal a lot so there's, I, there's I too much evidence against to me everything that's in i did not have that time i'm winging she it daryl brooks admits he's winging it defending himself against more than 70 counts including homicide charges in the waukesha <laughs> tragedy that killed six oh no hold on i'm skipping to this 60, when judge jennifer doro ordered mr brooks oh my god he's got his shirt off due to repeated uh, interruptions and disruptions. He has no shirt. Uh, sure. court, uh, so I demand I be allowed to do a rap performance uh, for my testimony. Recent history with Mr. Brooks on every day that we have been in court since Monday, um, he has shown a complete no disrespect oh for the simple rules of civility. Um, he has been removed from the courtroom multiple times. This morning alone, he started interrupting this court within a minute of the court calling the case. Oh my God. Um, I should also like make a record that at the moment stuff. he is muted uh, because of the way that he was removed from the courtroom. Unmute him. Since. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been given just a bit of information about it. I will advise everyone that I have required that the Sheriff's Department uh, file a written report with the court uh, regarding Mr. Brooks's conduct. I'm told that um, he would not sit down while in this. Oh my God! Ass. What is your sat down at that moment? He was still standing. Yeah, I know. Oh, sit down even at this moment. He's this still standing. In order to have the shackles removed so that he could be taken to the other courtroom that he was resisting. Um, that at one point he took off a shoe. And it appeared 
to the deputies that he was going to throw the shoe. Oh, he should have thrown it. Of course, no, the trial don't. proceeded, and Brooks. All right, I don't want to hear this lady. Okay, so he's no shirt, freaking out, and then all of a sudden he's 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 throwing shoes. Allegedly, yeah, he took off his shoe as if he was going to. Oh my god! I I somebody's like you're disrespecting me. <laughs> it's a biased clip. True, true. No shirt, no service. <laughs> no ticky, no shirty. Is true. Oh my god! They have Let's the see, line behind him of the road he drove where he hit people <clears throat> on the timeline. Action for the SUV. Yes, it did. <laughs> what did you observe? the path of travel for the SUV to be. Objection is hearsay. That's hearsay. Objection it's not hearsay. Your objection is overruled. You may answer. Could you state the question one more time? Sure. Where did you see the SUV go? Better question. Irrelevant. Irrelevant? <laughs> the SUV entered the parade route. Objection leading. Describe what you remember seeing as it passed your location, please. Uh, as I was waving my hands overhead, I was approximately six feet um, from where the SUV was driving. Um, as the as the driver passed, uh, essentially in front of me by about six feet, um, I could see the operator of the vehicle in a uh, just a, a dazed, straight, focused look straight ahead, um, not looking at anyone. Did the driver appear to respond to your efforts to stop the vehicle? There is that objection. She's response. being slick. Then it came time for Brooks, of course, to cross-examine. Oh my God! Stop narrating. Just show me the highlights. I'll draw my own conclusions, lady. I don't know who you are. Who I'm stealing the footage from? Her name's Angonette. Is it fair Angonette? to say that you strange name uh, can see that there are uh, people walking in the street and on the sidewalk? Would that be fair to say? Yes, I could see that in the video clip. Do you see anybody being targeted or being um, in in a panic to get away from the vehicle? No. Do you see (laughs) the said driver of that vehicle intentionally trying to hit anyone in that video? Intentionally trying. It was an accident. No. Oh my god, he cross-examined his ex-girlfriend? So, um... I rest my case. <laughs> I rest my case, y'all. And I would, I would ask, uh... Were you brought here today to testify on behalf of the plaintiff? Oh, he's gonna ask! He's gonna ask for the state of Wisconsin. He already answered that he was... Why he's here. So he's in another room because of his behavior for this one. Again, I'll ask just one more time for the record. Mm-hmm. Do you see the plaintiff in court today? <laughs> Where is the state of Wisconsin? <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. I mean, considering oh they're God. in the state of Wisconsin, why don't they just answer and say yes? <laughs> like, yes, I did see the plaintiff. If the state, he's really, really harping on the right to face your accused. So funny, yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> Waukesha, Jesus Christ, man. 
Oh my! And you know, his highlight reel could probably be all the times he asked this question. Oh, so yeah. somebody doesn't know. So if you weren't here earlier, uh, Daryl Brooks is going with the defense that I have a right to face my accused, and since the state is bringing the case, uh, he wants yeah. to face the state of Wisconsin, and they yeah. have to be in the courtroom. That that's his argument. That's so when he's referring to the plaintiff. He's referring to the state of Wisconsin. And also, he's not Daryl Brooks anymore. <laughs> and yeah, he's not Daryl Brooks either. So when he says, the person you call Daryl Brooks, or the defendant. All right. So, yeah. Do you have any other questions, Mr. Brooks? Do you know the plaintiff at all whatsoever? <laughs> Do you know the plaintiff at all whatsoever? No further questions. A friend? Oh my oh god, my all god. these ads. There's one there's one here that says, Who is you? Daryl Brooks questions witness about his identity. Oh yeah, you gotta send that over. I'll send that over yet. Yeah. It's only four minutes, so it's good. Who is you? Wait, there's one it, where he cross examines his ex girlfriend. Is it that's this chick? Kind of funny. Is this his no, ex girlfriend? No, no, that's not it. Right, I'm gonna play this to okay. go hang out I'll with right back. Do you know Nick's last name? Ricada. Erica didn't go with you. No. How could Nick's last name be Kirby if he's a Nintendo character? Uh, She met up with Daryl. How do you know that? Uh, Because she was on the phone with him, and they said that they were going to meet up. Now, before that day, November 21st, had you ever met Daryl Brooks? No. You'd only heard his name from Erica? Yeah. Okay. After you split up, with Erica, and she went to hang out with Daryl. Did Erica ever contact you, contact you, or Nick after that point? Yeah. How did that contact take place? How did was it again? Did she like see you, or did she call you? No, she happen? called me on my cell phone. Okay. And what was the nature of that conversation? Uh, that he was beating her up, and he was following her. And then Erica Patterson took the stand and testified about what happened on the morning. I didn't know about the parade. Okay, what about that afternoon? Did it become apparent to you that something yes. was going on? Yes. Did you come into contact with Daryl Brooks on the afternoon of November twenty first, twenty twenty one? Yes. All right. I'm gonna. Oh, that's his girlfriend. And, uh, how his did that come about? What were you doing? Well, I mean, I would hope so now. Yeah. Calling each other all day. We were arguing back and forth. He came out there. Well, I told him I was with Miss Corey. Um, and he came out there. I told him where I was. Got in his car. We drove around. And then I forgot the street. We went up that street. It's a hill. It's kind of by the Walgreens. Um, I mean, imagine you're dating some idiot and then he goes and does something this horrible. And then you have to show up to court and explain like what, what's going down. Everything that happened to you and him in around the time that that happened to explain your side of the thing. It's crazy. Yeah. I, this is, uh, I, I want to see his cross examination, but then I'm going to jump to who is you because that's too funny. Mm-hmm. We went up that hill, we drove around, me and him got into an altercation. He hit me in my eye, I jumped out of the car, walked and found my way back by Frame Park. Um, and then he followed me there. And then I went back in his car and I got out. And I had called Corey. Well, I called Corey before that. And she came to meet me. I told her that me and him got into altercation. So she met up with me. And by the time she got there, um, she pulled me out the way because his car turned around. He swerved. She pulled me out of the way. 
he got off his car and they got into it. He's serious about the COVID masks, though. So maybe the left really does support him. Now, despite everything that happened. All right. I Stop it. This lady with her narration. Yeah, yeah, we don't need your narration. I really oh my god, yo, law, law and crime with their freaking ads. Another one's coming up. Yeah, man, it's like every five minutes. Less than that, it was like every two minutes. There's been more. It's been ten minutes, and there's been like three or four. Yeah, I know. Jeez, they're monetizing the hell out of this. (laughs) Well, I can't say I blame them. (laughs) I mean, I'm I I, I ain't turning down the super chats. I'm not donating it to some charity fund or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Runs. Uh, much smoother when you are here, assuming you follow all the rules, which you have done a very good job at this afternoon. I also want to commend you on uh, cooperating with the process even before you were. That's this damning or faint praise. Oh my God. Um, you also made appropriate objections. She's rewarding him for the good. On cross-examination, it's, uh, not it's like talking to a five-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, she's you're, trying to give him positive reinforcements for doing it right. <laughs> the, the other way. You're, you're doing really good lawyering today, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, good job today. If you keep this up, I might give you a cookie. Wanting to unmask at first, you did do that, and I appreciate that. Um, you asked some cogent, relevant questions, some of which went directly to the credibility of Your the Honor, witness. can you define I cogent? Add, you might not always artfully ask the questions, but I think you're making some solid points. You could have a future in law, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to teach him. I'm going to take you under my wing as my apprentice. You could you could maybe clerk for a judge. Definitely not me, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely not me, though. Some other judge. Um, and um, I would encourage you to keep prepping, to have questions written out based on the materials that you have. Um, but... Uh, I really appreciate that you. Came I guess back it works because now he started coming back with a suit. The rules. I also want to and encourage you, up. sir, uh, to if you choose to wear your suit or other street mm-hmm. clothes, it is your choice. I will let you make that choice. She's like giving um, them tips on how to be yeah, better. At uh, but I encourage that. you to consider that. Um, I'm tired of looking at you. I don't think there's anything we need to address other than perhaps timing. She's like, look, we can't look him in the eye here tonight. So I think I'm going to have the jurors report. Um, I tell them we're going to bring them into the courtroom at nine. That usually means a little bit earlier with their protocol. We'll still start at eight 30 to address any, um, housekeeping items at that point in time. Um, is there anything the state wants to address right now? Any record you want to make? Mr. Brooks, anything you want to address right now? Here we go. Uh, I just uh, thank you for uh, giving me a chance to come back in. I appreciate it. Yeah. And those were just some of the top. Oh, that was that was lame. That was lame. Though. That was, seemed like that's where he learned his lesson, and now he's coming in with suits and, and acting different. Uh, I gotta. I'm gonna go to the uh, "Who is you?" one. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll probably wrap it on that. Wrap it up, B. Yeah, we gotta get some food too. Yeah, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't believe this guy. 
All right. Thank you, sir. I don't have any other questions. All right, sir. Mr. Brooks, do you have any questions for this witness? Yes, I do. And I object to being called that name for the record. Um, <laughs> I object to Daryl Brooks, my name. I object to being called that name for the record. Before giving a statement to uh, Officer Probst. Probst. I don't know his name. Bro. There's no way he pronounced that right. Like, can, uh, can we I, all agree? I think that is a, that's a German last name, I think, Probst. Oh man, okay, look at that. Daryl Brooks, attorney at law, schooling me. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a master of last name linguistics. He, he can't pronounce any word like objection or any of that, but he can pronounce probes. <laughs> yeah. Probes. I'm talked to an officer. <laughs> And you, you did talk to an officer that, that night. I talked to an officer on the phone. I did not talk to an officer that night. I mean, on the phone, I did, but not in person. Ooh, breaking him up. Mm. He's already he's already cracking his shell. You see this shit, man? This guy. Yeah, contradicting himself. So it was uh, a conversation on the non-emergency. Hold on. Let me let me see if I could uh because like the it's playing at one forty four. Let's go seven twenty. Let's see how there we go. Uh, line would that be fair to say? It was on the non emergency line. Line I actually uh, confirmed it after I called to make sure I was on the non emergency line. Do you recall the description that you gave at that time? I do. Well, my best best of my knowledge was that uh, you were either black, Latino, who's you, or mixed. Who's you? Well, you have to let him answer the question first before you interrupt him with another one. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was asking who, who, like, who's you? Who's like, you? who's this guy? Not well, like, who's yeah. you? Yeah, who is you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> who's you? Who's you? He's gonna be like, I ain't Latino. <laughs> Go ahead with the description you provided that night. I said that the individual is either black, mixed, or Latino. So it would be fair to say you didn't know at the time. I was giving a general description. (laughs) So it would be fair to say that you weren't sure. I was positive that I was positive it was you. Who was you? You. I'm looking at you. Point to him in the room. That's usually what they do in the courtroom. <laughs> Who's you? I'm looking at you. <laughs> That's a good answer. I like this guy, man. You guys are good. Like, bro, I know what you did. I don't like you. Like, that guy's not playing around. No, he's, he's like, like, he's like, he's like you is the cops. That when he cross-examines, so this guy's serious. Who he's like, you is you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. <laughs> And he gave him a hard look, too, as he was looking at him. Like, I'm looking right at you. What are you going to do? Oh, my <laughs> you God. You want to take this outside? <laughs> How funny would it be if he brought in a picture of a black, a Latino, and a mix? And <laughs> yeah, be can like, you point in this picture? Who you look how different they look. And how did you come to that conclusion, the the you conclusion? The you conclusion. I'm looking at you. How did you how did you come to that conclusion? Did you what conclusion you you restate the question? You're saying you're saying that you gave an a description 
on the non-emergency phone line, correct? It was on a non-emergency line. So it would be fair to say at that time, you had no name or knowledge of who uh, the person was in your backyard. Would that be fair to say? I had no idea who you were. And so how can you say who, how can you say you then if you had no idea? Because I saw you. (laughs) I'm looking at you. You are the guy. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's like an older (laughs) I'm looking at you. You're the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. God, No way. Oh, not anybody else in here. <laughs> I'm looking at you. If you didn't know who I was, how did you know it was me? I mean, who's you? Well, I looked at you then, and I'm looking at you now, and it's you. You're the same person. This oh, this one, this is not fucking around. He's like, bro, it was you. You were in my backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Great. I love this guy's answers. Let, let's see. Let's see where Daryl goes with this. Yeah. And how did you come to that conclusion? How do you come to that? Uh, Where you and I were standing in the same yard looking at each other. So is it possible you saw something on the news? No, I had no idea who you were. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Do you recall giving a description of approximately 5 feet 9 and 160 pounds? Staring at each other. yeah, it's something like that. I like the way he just stares at him. <laughs> something like that, or would that be accurate? I didn't have a tape measure out. It was just a guesstimate. Guesstimate. Would it be fair to say that since you keep identifying me as you, would it be fair to say that I'm not 5'9", nor 160 pounds? Do you have your shoes on or off right now? Would it be fair to say that I'm not? No, I mean, oh, look, he, he's, he's That's a good question. He asked back, though. No, look at that. So <laughs> Somebody's like, I'm 5'10, 165. Although he would say, I had shoes on then, too, right? That would probably yeah. be the same thing. How, how tall is right? Imagine he fucked up and he said, Oh, yeah, well, I had shoes on then, too. So how could you tell us? It's like you just admitted that you is I. You just said how, how tall is Daryl Brooks actually? Does, does, can anybody know. put that in the chat? That's a good question. Somebody's like, He looks 5'9 to me. He's on TV. Like, yeah, you, you can't know. tell on TV unless you know the height of somebody standing next to him or something. Yes, somebody look up his actual height and put it in the chat. Because if he's like five eight and a half or three quarters, I'm gonna crack up. Somebody's saying five seven. I mean, five seven, five nine is only a two inch difference. Yeah, that's not that's not bad that's not at all. Bad, yeah, that's a good guess to say five nine, especially if people, you're over six feet and you're just guessing shorter than me. People are people are saying five eight. Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. On his license, license, I thought it said five eight. Someone said. Which is only an inch difference. What's the difference? Uh, oh my God. He, his register. Yeah. Okay. So he mm-hmm. said five, nine, one sixty, right? Uh huh. From seeing him in his backyard. He is listed at arrest at five foot eight, 150 pounds. Oh my God. So 10 pounds off, one inch <laughs> off. That's pretty I'll, cool. That's I'll an, rest I my case. I, I think I could safely say that that falls within the 
the, the realm of an estimate. <laughs> Just look at his eyes. He's like bugging out about this. <laughs> He's like, would you say I look 5'9"? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, as somebody who's 5'8", yeah, I guess so. It's only yeah. an inch difference. Close enough. Let's see if Daryl can bring this home. Five yeah. nine, 160 pounds. If you take your shoes off and step out of them, they could have a better. No, we're not going to do that, but if you're able to answer that like, question, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, do you agree I'd have to be standing next to him. That's what I made my judgment from. We were about two does feet it, from each other. Does it look like I'm five foot nine? I don't know. We were a lot closer. Does it look like I'm 160 pounds? Well. Grounds. Your weight changes. Said his appearance today, just like his hair isn't in yeah. dreadlocks today. <clears throat> yeah. Objection. Question. Objection. Grounds for the sustain. <laughs> Grounds for the sustain. When we shed artificial. <laughs> Oh my I god! I can't believe this guy. And then, uh, well, how is he going to argue that? Yeah, obviously his weight's going to change from then to today, especially while. Well, it's like he he doesn't even accept the possibility that it could change. Yeah, like which is which is amazing. But uh, yeah, no that that's that's wild. There, there's like a there's like a video that says he argues over hearsay. I kind of want to see that. I'm not going to lie, but uh, yeah, no that that was wild. Who is you? Who is you? That was great. That witness you, could looking not, at you. That witness could not have been better, by the way. Yeah, he, he was, was like, fantastic. I'm looking at you, bro. Like it yeah. was you. Yeah, uh, he's like, You're asking me how I know it's you. I saw you that day and I'm seeing you now, and you're the same person. You look with the same tattoo. You know, the worst thing he even has a tattoo on his face. Like <laughs> somebody's like, Are you saying I'm fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at me now. Would you say I'm a fat person? Oh, that that one was good. That one was good. I I gave credit for that. But this one is apparently he's arguing over hearsay, and I kind of want to see this. Oh, he beat his girlfriend. There's another one that says Daryl Brooks beat ex his ex girlfriend, then drove through Christmas parade. So right before yeah. he drove through the parade, he had beat his girlfriend. I didn't know that. So he beat his girlfriend. He fled that scene. She called oh, the cops. Oh, that on was him. that's what he was fleeing from. Okay. Yeah, that's how. So he wasn't fleeing the cops, but he was fleeing from. From the violence. Right, right. Like, you know, from the cops being called. Like, but he wasn't mm-hmm. fleeing actual officers. Right. Gotcha. All right. So this is, uh, him arguing, um, it says confused Daryl Brooks. I don't like this. It says clear bias. Obviously, the, the law and crime channel is being biased right here because mm. they're saying he's confused, but I think the whole court system is confused. <laughs> this whole trial is confused. Mr. Brooks, before I have you question this witness any further, it sounds like to me that you are attempting to offer through this witness the statements made by Mr. Lascano. If that is what you are trying to do, um, you may not do that. You will have to call Mr. Lascano as a witness if you so choose, if he's on your witness list. But that your questions are seeking to elicit hearsay from this witness. That's why who I is here removed so we could... I can explain uh, my ruling and why. She's, she's like trying to catch her breath. Like this is so infuriating for her. Like, you know, you know how they say women have it rough. Like they have to go through their regular work just mm-hmm. to get clowned on. Like that's this woman's life right here. Yeah, she okay. went out to oh, law school, became a judge just to get to clowned on. This, by dude. Yeah. And that's the deal with this dude. Mm. I'm going to direct you not to ask this witness questions about what Mr. Lascano may or may not have said. 
I'm reading directly from the, his report. That would be double hearsay then. Because it's <laughs> it's it's not Mr. You need Mr. Lascano here to say what he told this officer. If you are attempting to offer it for the truth of the matter asserted, which is what I believe you are doing. You're attempting to establish the veracity of something Mr. Lascano either said or didn't say through another witness. That is hearsay. So it's not hearsay for the uh, the prosecutor to bring up? Uh, I'm not going to talk about other rulings. There's been an objection by the state, and I'm sustaining the objection, and I'm directing you not to ask this witness questions that would call for this witness to say what Mr. Lascano said. That is hearsay. That is textbook hearsay. Mm-hmm. What's the textbook? For the, for the <laughs> yeah, right. Which textbook is that in? Prosecution <laughs> about the, along the lines of the same type yeah, of thing. I'm not going to have a debate on what may have... <laughs> He's he's literally like operating like a child. He's like, but the prosecution did this and you didn't listen to my objection. Like like you only get a certain amount of objections. Yeah. By the way, this makes the judge saying, oh, you did a good job today asking relevant questions even more funny because this is yeah. what she's dealing with. And then she deals with this. And then that's why she congratulates him when he actually does do a good job. It's like, oh, you're actually learning. Good job. Oh, you know what? I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna do that. Somebody just said, uh, "Watch his motion to dismiss the case." Oh, that's oh gotta hell, be fun. hell, hell, yeah! That's what I'm talking about with the suggestions, guys. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, I'm so excited about that. Oh, there's so many good ones. All right. Uh, does anybody have the link to the motion to? Oh my god, no. No. Stop. There's so many good ones. There's he called the state of Wisconsin to testify as a witness. That can't be real. Why am I even shocked? Of course he did. <laughs> All right. We we definitely have to watch him calling the witness and uh I mean the jury has to be in and out in like 10 minutes. Like the jury has to like probably go to the bathroom and then come back. Like, so it doesn't look like they took it too long. But, uh, yeah, so we'll finish this hearsay thing. But then we got to watch him call the state of Wisconsin or or whatever. I've come in previously. Um, I know you've made a number of hearsay objections, many of which uh, the answers that were being provided were not hearsay. Um, but I would direct your attention to 908.01 of the Wisconsin statutes. You have that book in front of you that I provided to you a number of days ago. At the beginning of this trial, there's the definitional section of the statutes, which defines. Listen, it's one thing to try for murder. It's a try me for murder. It's another thing to make me read a book. You mean I got to actually learn laws? Come on. It's too much. How come you didn't tell the prosecutor to read a law book? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you pointing out no sections and no books to read on them. Oh my god! Hearsay. Uh, it also, and then if you go on to nine hundred eight point oh two. Oh, sassy right there. Obviously, one you may want to look at as well. 
Um, and then 9803 has the exception. So unless you can give me an exception, sir, as to why this witness should be allowed to answer those questions. He, he's like, directly, he, directly from his report, the report that he that he wrote, nothing, nothing is coming from. I'm reading directly from his report. That's that what I doesn't change the fact that it's hearsay. You said what? That doesn't change the fact that it's hearsay. So that his report is hearsay? level of hearsay. It's an out-of-court statement. So Not his... this witness made, but what another witness made. So you have to... So I can't read from his report that he wrote. Um, you can't ask this witness questions that call for a hearsay answer unless there's no objection from the state. Or you can convince me there's an exception to the hearsay rule that applies. Do you have an exception you'd like to offer to the court? So I might as well not read the report that he wrote then if I can't question him about the report that he wrote. Oh my god. He's he's Man, throwing a fit. <laughs> he's throwing a fit like a child. Yeah. He doesn't I, want to understand it either. And she's like explaining specifically the type of questions she can't ask about the report. But he's like, oh, so I, I just can't even read the report at all then. So I should have never even read it. What? What's the why, would you, why would you even assign me this homework if you're not going to grade it? Yeah. Yeah, basically. That's what he's saying. That's your misunderstanding, sir, what is hearsay. Um, and I, I, all I can tell you is I'm sustaining the objection. I'm going to bring the jury back out. Um, and we'll go from there. You're getting railroaded, Brooks. Clear bias. Clear bias. <laughs> Clear bias. Mr. Brooks, I understand you I may I disagree with me. Being called that name, for the record, again, I'm here as a third-party intervener on behalf of my client. I don't know why that's not understood by now. <laughs> oh my God. My client. Oh, I hear them whisper. Yeah. <laughs> my client. They have three attorneys on the other side well, of I this. I guess I can't bring up the plaintiff either, huh? <laughs> I can't bring up the plaintiff. Take it agreement. Oh, my God. All right. All right. That, that's wild. Plaintiff. I can't bring up no plaintiff neither. Oh, my God. So he's not even representing Daryl Brooks. I mean, no, he is representing Daryl Brooks, but he's not Daryl Brooks. Very but interesting. Not, yeah. Strange. How long? Oh, uh, when's the trial over? Uh, probably today. Probably but close, right? I, I was yeah. reading before the description one of these videos said today was the, the end of the prosecution's case. I, I got to play this. Mm-hmm. If jurors do not comply with these rules, it could result in a new trial involving additional time and significant expense oh. to the parties and the taxpayers. You are to decide the case solely on the evidence offered and received at trial. With that, you are excused for the evening. We'll see you in the morning. All rise for the jurors, please. Oh, <laughs> pulling a Nancy Pelosi. Oh. That's what I think about your order, Judge. <laughs> Damn. Thug yeah. life right there. Thug life. And now he's going to eat it. Throw it at her. I, I can't find the uh, I, I can't find the video clip where he apparently asked for a mistrial. Like, I wish I could, but we're definitely going to watch him call the state of Wisconsin to testify. 
That was some thug life move right there. I like to call the state of Wisconsin to testify. The plaintiff. I mean, you know, obviously. Mr. Brooks, I'm reviewing this for completeness. And you have simply put on here state of Wisconsin plaintiff as an entity. You have to name a plaintiff. Well, the date you were filling. Um, so I'll have it shown to the state and they can let me know their position on that. Legal basis why that would not be accepted, Your Honor. You have to have a person named, sir, so that they can come and testify. You only have an entity named. Is it uh, not true that under the Sixth Amendment, I have the right to face my accuser? No, stop. <laughs> I have the right to face my accuser. Oh, he means my literally God. like face to face my accuser. <laughs> we cannot, I cannot face the, my accuser if my accuser does not have a face, Your Honor. Why, for the love of God, does Daryl Brooks have a for- access to 4chan where he's getting all his legal advice from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. R slash law stuff. <laughs> R slash out a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Mr. Brooks, let me hear from the state. <laughs> She's like, for the yes, love Your of Honor, God. I agree with the court's assessment. The subpoena does not state a person. The subpoena uh form specifically indicates that the person requesting the subpoenas to indicate the witness's name and uh, address. Mr. Brooks has simply written the word state of Wisconsin plaintiff. <laughs> the witness name. The state of Wisconsin is an entity. It's not a person. The state of Wisconsin cannot testify at these proceedings, so the subpoena should be rejected. Your they Honor. cannot testify, Your Honor. Then how can they yeah, Honor, um, on the grounds that um, every Oh my god, freaking ads, man. I want to hear Daryl Brooks's legal arguments and these ads are coming in. Document that was filed in this matter stated that the state of Wisconsin was the plaintiff, which would lead me to believe that the state of Wisconsin <laughs> is who's bringing the claim against my client. My client. How could they not be subpoenaed to testify if they're the plaintiff? And under the Sixth Amendment, I have the right to face my accuser. My accuser in this matter is the plaintiff, which is the state of Wisconsin. Um, Attorney Offer also brought up that it didn't have an address on there. None of my subpoenas had addresses as we went on the record. And that was stated that a lot of the paperwork that I have don't have a lot of the people's addresses on there. Those subpoenas were accepted so i don't see the difference with this uh chris so his client is daryl brooks he's not daryl brooks he's a sovereign (laughs) and he's saying his client is daryl brooks and he wants to face the person that is known as the state of wisconsin and so he says who's you (laughs) (laughs) subpoena not being accepted for the reasons that attorney opera just stated Mr. Brooks, in relation to that subpoena, 
based upon my review for completeness, this court would note you have not named a person, you've named an entity, um, and uh, the subpoena will be kept on file as part of the court record, uh, but I'm not going to require the uh, state of Wisconsin to testify in this case. <laughs> oh, my God. The, oh, well, when I file my appeal, I'm going to bring up that the state yeah. of Wisconsin never testified. There's a mistrial because I was never allowed to face my accuser, which is <laughs> against the Constitution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Sixth Amendment. Right. Uh, because they are an entity and you have not named a person. Are they not? Or are they or are they not the plaintiff, Your Honor? They are the plaintiff in this case, sir. And why are they not? Uh, able to testify being well, a day. Not named, named an entity, not a person. People are called to the witness stand to testify. You have had an opportunity to cross-examine every single person who has been called by the state to testify in this trial. Um, I believe uh, that your Sixth Amendment rights have been complied with. Mm-hmm. Uh, not if I'm not allowed to face my accuser, Your Honor. My accuser <laughs> in this matter would be the state of Wisconsin. He's and trying hard. With all due respect, Sixth Amendment rights in that regard have been complied with. Um, I'm requesting uh, a written judicial fact, finding of fact, and co- conclusion of law on this issue um, for the grounds that I just stated. Um, it, it was seen based on the Sixth Amendment that I'm not being awarded the chance to face my accuser, which I should be awarded that based on the Sixth Amendment. If I'm not able to face my accuser, then how can the claim even stand? Checkmate. (laughs) As if this has never happened before. There's never been a case where a state was represented on one side and, and the person was not allowed to face their accuser. Oh, imagine if they imagine if it was like the people, the people versus Daryl Brooks. He's like, where is the people? Yeah, unless I'm allowed to face every single citizen of Wisconsin one by one, (laughs) then I cannot face the people of Wisconsin. Oh my god, this is so wild! Like, I mean, I get that these people exist and like they have stupid legal theories, but you know, yeah. Somebody says, "Put a guy in the shape of Wisconsin as a uh, like in the, wearing a, like a suit that's the shape of the state of Wisconsin, like a mascot of like a Wisconsin <laughs> dressed up like Wisconsin." They should fun. they should just bring in Aaron Rodgers, like the <laughs> court. they're like he is Wisconsin, sir. Oh my God, he's really just going to argue this for ten more minutes. How can how can a claim be brought against my client if I'm not able to face the accuser? So this case is a criminal case in a court of competent jurisdiction in the state of Wisconsin, Waukesha County. Uh, This case was initiated initially by the filing of a criminal complaint. Then there was a preliminary hearing where probable cause was found. After that point, there was an information that was filed. Um, And at some point, an amended complaint, perhaps even a second. Sorry, say that again, Alf. I was saying these are like the normal processes that it goes through in a criminal trial. She's like explaining the basics of how you get to where we are now. And it's like, you realize everything we went through right now to get to this point, right? 
it's weirdly like a good lesson for like kids trying to learn law because she has to explain the basics to him like he's a child. Yeah, that's true. This is good for kids to watch and learn the basics. It's so crazy that this has to be explained to him. Yeah, I I, I want to find his his uh his motion for a mistrial. That is maybe it's part of this. Maybe he's about to call it now as he's saying, "If I can't face my accuser, then this is a mistrial." Because it's unconstitutional. Oh no! It was like a motion to dismiss. Oh, okay. I'll dismiss the trial. What? For what? Uh, like he just wanted to dismiss the charges, probably because you know, because he can't face his accuser. <laughs> uh. Oh my god! He oh apparently he at one point he gave a fifty-minute rant during day nine of a trial where he asked for the dismissal. I'm not watching that. Maybe another day, but uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's hear about his accuser. Look, just look at her face, man. This poor woman. Second amended complaint uh, was filed as well, putting you on notice of the charges and the uh, factual basis for those charges, along with the statutes uh, that are alleged to have been violated. Okay, so Catherine, so Daryl Brooks is representing himself, but. He's also claiming that he is a sovereign or something, and he's representing somebody called Daryl Brooks that's not him. So, like, it's very confusing because he wants Wisconsin to be a person, but he also is saying that Daryl Brooks is not a person. Um, I'm not going to explain any further why you can't call the state of Wisconsin in the way that you've subpoenaed them or attempted to subpoena them uh, for the reasons I've already stated. Um, I understand uh, where you might disagree with the court's ruling, um, but (laughs) my ruling stands and uh, I'm not requiring uh, the plaintiff in this case uh, to serve that subpoena in any way for the defects I've already noted. Uh, may I state for the record? And I'm also, hold on. I'm also not going to issue a written decision on that. The record speaks for itself. Oh. May I state for the record, Your Honor, that um, I have not even seen uh, a complaint in this matter. Um, and the jurisdiction <laughs> still has yet to be proven, which is another thing that needs to be challenged. There, there has not been proven that there's subject matter jurisdiction as of yet. There, there's no verified proof of it. There's um, no verified proof of even a claim, if, especially if I'm not allowed to face my accuser. And, um, I, I don't understand uh, Checkmate. how you can make that judicial decision, Your Honor, when it's clear, it's clear discrepancies in the paperwork of this matter. Uh, like I said, I have, I have yet to see uh Jurisdiction be proven. It has not been proven. I have yet to see a complaint. He's he's like, there's no jurisdiction. It has to be proven. Oh my god, this is proven. What? This is so amazing. Like, holy crap! No idea what he's talking about. Was his SUV registered, like, with the state of Wisconsin? Like, you know, Hmm. like he has to understand this conceptually, right? But he like genuinely looks confused, and he genuinely thinks these arguments are going to work. Work, yeah, yeah. He really has no idea. All right, let's. We got to wrap this up. But Jesus, Terrell, you're not doing too well. 
I have not seen that. The court has provided you with, I believe it was the second amended criminal complaint along with uh, the... Uh, Your Honor, the second amendment has to do with guns. <laughs> oh my oh, god. god. This is so wild. information that was provided to you previously and noted on the record. I've already addressed your motion to dismiss previously. Um, I'm not going to revisit that. There's no register. Sorry, say it again. I think his car is registered to his mom. Oh, oh, wow. So, okay. Maybe he didn't register and mm-hmm. look, you know what? Not guilty. His mom's guilty. But his how mom many S's, how many S's are in innocent is the only thing that he wants to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing he needs to know. The S and S is for innocent. Requiring me. <laughs> Imagine the judge had to do like 10 times the paperwork due to his like million requests. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She's got to take all his requests seriously. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> to do that, sir, um, the plaintiff in this matter. Um, has presented witnesses to establish venue. Um, and again, as I've noted previously, it's a criminal case with criminal charges, with um, a second amended criminal complaint detailing the factual basis upon which uh, these charges are based. We're a notice pleading state. Um, and along with the information, you've been made aware of all of the charges and the penalties you face, and the factual basis upon which the state has... Oh, here comes another ad. Oh, my God. Jesus, long crime. And it's like the ad is for the law offices of Daryl Brooks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Have you run into a parade before? Call the law offices of Daryl Brooks. Have you ever not faced your plaintiff? (laughs) Yeah, is your plaintiff and your (laughs) <laughs> if you're a trial the state and you cannot face them, call the law offices. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, look, if if it wasn't for the fact that he killed some, like killed a bunch of people, mm-hmm. like this would be really sad because obviously there's something way, way off about this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. In the middle of trial, your objections are noted. Uh, we will continue today with the jury trial. For the record, may I respectfully move for an interlocutory declaratory appeal on this matter, Your Honor? Interlocutory. Your request is noted for the record. Um, I'm not an appellate court, sir. <laughs> for the record, may I move to stay these proceedings until this instant matter is adjudicated by a court of competent jurisdiction? Your request is denied. Based on what law or fact, Your Honor? Competent jurisdiction. Previously addressed the issue, sir. Oh, Based on law of the case. Are you making a judicial de- determination that I'm not awarded my Sixth Amendment right to face my accuser? I'm not making any such determination here today. No. <laughs> All right. What uh, law of fact? I'm going to turn to the district attorney's office. Do you have a witness available? <laughs> yes, we're ready to proceed, Your Honor. What law or fact says that I can't ask for the state of Wisconsin to show up? I like how he asks random witnesses too, and he's like, "Did the state of Wisconsin reach out to you personally to testify?" Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. All right, let's let's see if we can get to the end of this. The germs will be brought out, sir. Your Honor, with all due respect for the record, you you you're avoiding my questions. Mr. Brooks, I've addressed the issues that need to be addressed this morning. I've also addressed the same issues probably every day we've been in court. I know you may be dissatisfied with the response that I'm providing to you, but my responses stand. It's, it's not a dissatisfaction, uh, Your Honor. It's it's a lack of understanding, which I don't have. I, I don't even understand the, the, the true <laughs> nature and cause of the charges. That's and your own fault. You're representing yourself. That's I, your own understanding um, is what I'm I saying. I encourage you once again, if you don't understand anything, to seek the advice of an yeah. attorney. You didn't want to. I cannot give you fault. legal advice. I'm not asking for that, Your Honor. Um don't dis- I'm really asking, don't, um, don't why, disrespect why are my me. Constitutional yeah. rights being prejudiced. It states under the Sixth Amendment that I have the Sir, right. I've already addressed this. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, we've already addressed. I'm not going to have any further argument on this topic. Right, your Sixth <laughs> Amendment rights are being. <laughs> Let, let's just point out that she's dead wrong about not having any further argument on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> From him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will be brought up throughout the course of the trial, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> Uh, no, I think uh, <laughs> like she's regretting calling him a good boy. I think this clip is from before she said he was doing good. But remember, at one point, he was taking off his shirt no. and shoes. No, it wasn't because she at the end of that, she told him to start wearing a suit, right? And he now he's Yo, wearing a yeah. suit so from before this. Yo, you just you just established the time yeah. that the state of Wisconsin didn't have. See, I'm a better lawyer than him already. See? Right, look at that. <laughs> He should have me represent him. He's going to sue me for defamation. I would, if I was representing him, I'd win it because I'd be like, is the state of Wisconsin 5'9"? Because perhaps that witness was looking at the state of Wisconsin in his yard and not me and <laughs> not Tara Brooks. He's like, he's what you're going. Like, he, he's going to keep going. They're trying to bring the jury in. The jury's like standing outside because yeah, obviously wait, the jury wait. can't hear this and he just won't shut up. <laughs> Honored no differently than any other defendant uh, that has appeared in my court. Have any other defendant not been awarded the opportunity to face their accuser? <laughs> you are facing your accuser, sir. Every you single are. witness who's been on this yeah, stand, you have cross-examined. None of those witnesses are, are making a claim. None of those witnesses are the plaintiff. None of those witnesses are identified as the injured party. An injured party has to make the claim. Your injured party? It's my opinion that Oh my god. Now he's changing it. See, he's losing control. Now he's changing it. It doesn't have to be an injured party. What is it? it just has to be a plaintiff, right? He he's about to say a living, breathing person. It's like so this guy doesn't think that you can be arrested for murder. Yeah, basically. Because the person's dead and can't file an accuse can't accuse you of murder. That doesn't make sense. N- not to mention he hit like a hundred people with the car. Yeah, they all supposed to pack into the box and be questioned as one entity. Like even if they didn't get him for murder, like if you were to just add up what you could get for five, you know, for a hundred counts of of uh, aggravated vehicular uh, assault, which is what this was, then he would be done. <laughs> Somebody's like, yes, no, he's actually saying like. Dead people can't testify, and the state of Wisconsin needs to appear. Oh, my God. 77 charges they're saying he's facing. Yeah, dude, come on. Your belief as it relates to that is mistaken. It's not 
um, a lawful argument and it's frivolous. I direct your attention once again to the. I wish uh, I wish he would say your he would say you're frivolous. <laughs> you're frivolous. Benaby decision. Is that is that not a, a federal uh, case? A, a United States. You're asking me for legal advice. I'm not going to provide no, that I'm to not, you, sir. I'm just asking what what kind of case yeah. it was. Was it federal Supreme it's Court a case? Seventh or? Circuit Court of Appeals case. We're in the Seventh Circuit, sir. But you just yeah, stated that you're a court of appeals. So, but you're you're citing a court of no, appeals but court case. Of appeals case <laughs> How could you cite something that you isn't? All right. Well, you're citing the state of Wisconsin. Can I see that citation from the witness of that is the state of Wisconsin? Where is the state of Wisconsin? Yeah. Just another ad. They're just killing it with these ads. I'm muting all your ads. Like nobody's gonna see your advertisements. <laughs> all right, let me go back to where I was. You just said you wasn't a court of appeal. It's like, no, no, this isn't a court of appeal. I'm a judge. Do you not understand these concepts, sir? <laughs> I, he really doesn't. He really doesn't get it. I, I got a twenty dollars super chat. It says, "Too bad uh, that in clown world we couldn't have Doctor Fleba Flamma." Loba represent Alex Jones, <laughs> Keith Gardner. Yo, this guy should have represented Alex yeah, Jones. Yeah, maybe he would have done a better job. Right? Who who is a worse defendant, Alex Jones or Daryl Brooks? Oh God, probably Daryl Brooks because he's also defending himself. <laughs> Alex Jones is at least smart enough to have a lawyer. No. <laughs> I mean, Alex Alex didn't didn't comply with discovery. Him. You know what I found out about the Jones case? This is wild. So mm-hmm. Alex Jones. Uh, submitted a slap motion in the state of Connecticut to limit the scope of discovery because he was a media outlet, right? Right. He won that motion. So, like, what they could ask for was limited by the court in the state of Connecticut. He still didn't comply with discovery. Oh, my God. And that's why he got the default judgment. (laughs) Somebody said Alex Jones should defend Daryl Brooks. (laughs) It was a red flag, your honor. (laughs) Uh, you see, the environmentalists are going after the, the <laughs> FUVs in order to push their global warming agenda. The FUVs gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl, let's wrap this up, man. To this court, sir, I'm bound by legal precedent from the various courts that are above me. And you're still not explaining how I'm not able to face my accuser, which is my Sixth <laughs> Amendment constitutional right. Well, she's to, like to you. I've made my decision. It yeah. stands. And she's like, I have a I'm not arguing it, that part of it, Your Honor. I'm just yeah. merely stating for the record. Yeah, I heard the okay, okay, the record. It was stated. It's on the record. We got it. he's obsessed he's he's obsessed with stating for the record no no this is like a 12 minute clip and the thing is is this this came up today he asked the witness today about this Uh, somebody somebody says wait why did that why did alex provide more documents than any uh media defendant in history so to my knowledge alex jones was providing redacted financials because he didn't want to reveal that stuff but Alex did end up sharing a bunch of information inadvertently mm-hmm. when his lawyer's attorney sent a copy of his phone. Right. And a bunch of stuff that he didn't know was on there that was going to come out and came out by accident. 
to have <laughs> to have Brooks Rob Jones. And to be clear, I'm talking about I know specifically he won a slap thing in the Connecticut case. I don't know about because he filed under Connecticut slap suit law. So I don't know about whether or not he was compelled to to reveal more in the Texas cases. Thank you. I'm merely stating for the record that I should be awarded <laughs> oh, my Sixth Amendment right to face my accuser. Your objection is noted, sir, once again. We'll continue mm-hmm. this morning. Thank you. None of, none of the witnesses right. that testify are the accuser. None of the witnesses that testify are the, the injured party, which the claim has to be made by a living, breathing human being. Sir, I think you're confusing not. civil law with criminal law. He he yeah. legitimately thinks that you can't be arrested for murder. Yeah, like how does that make sense? This is some uh, sort of like serious lack of self awareness. You know how many millions of murder cases have come before you, bro? <laughs> you think this has never come up? I don't know about this. <laughs> oh my god! How so somebody's saying, how did Alex not wipe his phone? So if if you wipe your phone, then that's like destruction of evidence. So. Yeah. You know, it's good that Alex didn't wipe his phone. Yeah. And by the way, as I said in my video, like, even though I was saying certain claims could go forward to the trial phase, like they were enough to not be dismissed as not defamation, Alex could have won his case. He didn't really fight his case. And he didn't listen to his lawyer and outbursted and said shit all the time or spoke before his lawyer could speak for him, you know, yeah, I mean, but that's all like, you know, whatever, but he could, he didn't fight it as in like, he didn't do discovery and then they declared a default judgment against oh, him. Right, yeah. He should have done so, that. So, you know. Sure. That's what no, I'm saying. I'm confusing. I'm, I'm not confusing any law. The Constitution says that I have the right to face my accuser. <laughs> and under the Sixth Amendment, I'm not being awarded that constitutional right. I think that that definitely needs to be on record, and that definitely is an issue that needs Your to be raised. Your judge is noted, sir. If you believe I've erred in that regard, you can raise that issue on appeal if you are convicted. May I put, Your Honor, on notice that I uh, intend to appeal that decision? <laughs> Your statement is sure, for the record. But this isn't the appeal period. You, you is put on notice, Your you Honor. Put on notice. I'm going to send you a citation and a subpoena to your house for this appeal. She, I like how she had to say if convicted, you know she was going to say when convicted. Like, that's what she's thinking, but she has to be unbiased. Imagine he messed up so badly that she said when convicted, and then he has a legitimate appeal because he's, like, yeah. biased from the judge. Oh, <laughs> this yeah, is this is my flat earth defense, Daryl Bruce. Flat earth defense. Oh, my God. How can I drive around a car if the earth is flat? Yeah, this guy's incredible. Is that it? Is that a judicial determination? I would not be able to face my accuser, Your Honor. I have not made any such determination, sir. Will you be making a judicial determination? Sir, I have not made... Any kind of determination that your Sixth Amendment rights have been violated. On the contrary, I believe this court has honored those rights. Even with me not being able to face my accuser, <laughs> which is the state of your this country. <laughs> oh, God. 
it's like your ignorance to what her response to you say that is is not the court's fault. Uh, honestly, like if this guy didn't commit a crime, he could have been a lefty uh, debater. Yeah, <laughs> just he could honestly he could have he could have been Jesse Lee Peterson. Like you know, how Jesse Lee Peterson refuses to not ask the yeah. question. Yeah, that's what you answer. It's repeating over and over. So you won't ask the question? You won't answer the question? Yes, sir. Is that a judicial determination? All right. I believe the jurors are coming out. All rise, please. Is that a judicial? Are you going to answer that, Your Honor? Or is no. that a type of degree? No. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. No. But I've answered it multiple times. Perfect. Is it a type of agreement? Oh, my God. He just keeps going. Anyway. Oh, apparently this is the clip where he says he's a third-party intervener. Oh, my God. Do business differently. Yo, Daryl Brooks needs to stop being so so entertaining. Yeah, look at all his money he's getting. I know. Yeah, after, I know. After this, well, let's wrap it up. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I I was ready to wrap it up after that one, but then they they got me with the suggestions. The YouTube <laughs> algorithm's too strong. You're getting into that autoplay loop. And well, I, I have loop. autoplay shut off because I hate I it. Mean, uh, suggestion holes. Yeah, you just <laughs> keep clicking. I'm, I'm going. I'm going down the the YouTube rabbit hole, rabbit like holes. pipeline. Mm-hmm. I'm going down. I'm, uh, law and crime is sending me down the sovereign citizen pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> I love those videos, though. Some of those are real funny. <sighs> Court will call State of Wisconsin versus Daryl E. Brooks, case number 21, CF 1848. Oh, right May I have the appearances, please? Yes, good morning, Judge. Sue Leslie Basie and Zach Wichow appearing for the State of Wisconsin. I want the record to know. Morning, I take sir. offense to that, that name. I'm here as a third-party intervener in that matter, appearing as authorized representative for my client. I accept for value and return for value all of the charging instruments in this matter and make my exemption available for discharge of all obligations and charges connected with this case. I do not dispute any of the facts in these charging instruments and I do not consent to or agree to being called their name. Right, the record to reflect that the individual known to this court as Daryl Brooks uh, is appearing in person in custody. He is also in civilian or street clothing, and then suit and tie, also wearing a mask. Mr. Brooks, I know today you're also not wearing... Oh, nice, nice, nice. She, she's like, she's like, uh, she's describing what he's wearing. Maybe maybe he has a shot. Somebody's like, he could be black Bosch. True. <laughs> True. Your headsets, I just want to make a record yesterday. Um, they were offered to you, uh, even charged. Uh, the different charging unit was... Um, Provided, I did not see you wearing the uh, headset at any point in time. Um, and from my perspective, given your um, either legal arguments made, comments to the court, or questioning of witnesses uh, that you were able to hear, um, but I just feel it important, given that you raised that issue, uh, to put that on the record. Hmm. I do want to address uh, the case law that was filed by Mr. Brooks. Um, I have a question, sir, because um, you had indicated there was this United States v. Lopez. I had looked up a case. I don't know if it's the one that you were referring to. I asked you if oh, it was he's... 1995. You thought it was. Have you been able to look through your 
documents to tell me which United States versus Lopez. Oh, he's citing from. he's citing uh court um, I, cases. I also uh, cited Hagen's versus Levine as well. Oh, look at this guy! Damn, citing law. Look at this guy. Oh, look at that. He's more educated on the law than her. She can't even find the cases. See, that's why she doesn't even know that he has the right to face his accuser. Yeah. (laughs) There's no accuser. (laughs) Why'd she go to law school? Daryl Brooks got his education on Facebook. (laughs) This is against the Constitution. I should be allowed to face my accuser. I, I I would also like to cite the Geneva Convention, Your Honor. <laughs> um, I also found um, a case that is uh, captioned uh, "United States versus Lopez" um, at five one four U.S. five forty nine. That's a case from. Um, it was decided in 1995. It had to do with the. What do you think this had a, had to do with? Like, is it even the issue at hand, or is it something completely different? No, I bet it's not. I bet it doesn't have to do with something about him being a third party intervener. I guess. Well, I, I I'm just saying it might be it might be like from it might be a completely so he's doing Sixth Amendment claims. It might be something completely mm-hmm. different. So, I'm sure it has nothing to do with what he's trying to use it for. Yeah. Part uh, with the um, jurisdiction. No one had to do with uh, a provision in the federal statutes regarding the gun safe free zone and whether <laughs> that was constitutional or not. Um, it was. Oh. A criminal case, but nonetheless, that was one of the major issues in that case. So I don't know if that's the case you were referring or not. Um, and without a citation, it's asking you if you have any other information about that case. Um, I can possibly look on a break, uh, but my understanding uh, of that particular case was um, dealing with the specifics of uh, subject matter and personal jurisdiction, which is why uh, it was for the record, which is something that I have been doing. It is back to the Sixth Amendment thing. Yeah, no, no, but he cited a he cited a gun safe case. Oh my god! Proof of, of jurisdiction, which I have not been provided with. Oh yet. my god! I right, I can't I can't go through this again. Like it's too much. <laughs> it's I have too not been provided with enough evidence of jurisdiction. Oh it's it's o- it's only five minutes, and I'm like, I have to I have to pick up the fiance and like that, mm-hmm. and I have to make dinner. So like this guy, and he I, of course he cited. So he he's arguing a jurisdictional issue, and he cites a criminal case involving a requirement with a gun safe. Yeah, what does like, that guy possibly have to do with anything? <laughs> because he heard of it on Facebook. It's like yeah, when people do post yeah. that, they post that the thing where Facebook stuff. Yeah, like you're saying. Yeah, no, no, but the stuff when people, you know, you know, when people mm-hmm. share that post on Facebook where it says, "I own the copyright to my Facebook," and right. like you, you read it and it has references to like 
you know, German law from 1910 that has nothing to do, obviously, <laughs> with social media. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Oh, oh my God. God. That's crazy. All right. But, Alf, thank you for coming and yeah, staying no for so long. No problem. Thank you for having me on. It's fun. But uh, and you guys can find Alf Benny over at uh, Alf Benny, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He recently got a community guideline strike that was yeah, totally fine. uncalled for, unwarranted. For like another week. Yeah, but you can yeah, see his mashup that came out yesterday, today, mm-hmm. which was actually hilarious. The the song in the middle of it, which I was like, you should make it to a short. And now you yeah, can't. I can't for a week at least. Because he got a strike for an, for like the intro, maybe right? Because they didn't tell you what it was. I don't know. It was from the tenth one. They say it's for inciting violence or something. And I look through it, and I I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, what it could possibly be. I I appealed it, telling them like it would be nice if you guys could just tell me like exactly where the violation is, so I could just take it out, you know, and re-upload right. it. But they don't tell you. Well, you got to tell them that it wasn't a violation. You can't ask them where it was. Oh, I did that too. I said I I don't. I, well, I said I was confused as to where the violation is. I looked through the video, not seen any type right. of incitement of violence at all. And I said, there's movie clips in there. It could possibly be from that in the intro. But I don't know. Besides that, they never really tell you. So it's not like you're going to know. <laughs> you know. True, true. So I guess I'll have to put that video up somewhere else. Yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here. Thank you for coming. Go to AlfBenny on YouTube.com. Yeah, I'll add in his links later into the stream. Uh, check out his latest mashup. It's on my community tab if you need help finding it. Uh, Daryl Brooks, I think he's going to be found not guilty on all charges. What about you, Alf? Um, I think that uh, I think it's actually going to be dismissed. <laughs> lack, lack of jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, they're going to realize it's a violation of his constitutional right to face his accuser, and they're going to dismiss the trial. Yeah. No state of Wisconsin, not showing up, no case. Yeah, no case. The accuser never showed up to court. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Later, guys. Bye.